0: Kentucky Roll Call Podcasts are brought to you by Cornbread Hemp. Do you cheer for a team without a head coach? Is prayer the only way you'll hear your team's name on Selection Sunday? You might be suffering from depression, anxiety, or what we like to call March sadness. Have no fear, Cornbread Hemp is here. Cornbread Hemp's organic, full-spectrum CBD products have just what you need to relieve everyday anxiety. Try our extra strength gummies today. Use the promo code BIGX at checkout and get 30% off your purchase at cornbreadhemp.com. Don't wait to beat the buzzard. Try Cornbread Hemp today.
1: Bueller. 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 (laughs) Good morning! Tip tip of the cap to tip of the tip.
2: Cat. Just the cat. Just... Cats. 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 Tip 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 of the cap.
0: Terry Wilson. He's going to throw. Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, oh Kentucky! God. Victory, Kentucky!
2: Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana.
0: Bad, bad girl. They... Rubbish. is Buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! oh! Aaron Harrison, beyond we did it. We beat those British We Panthers. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable, what an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's
2: throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown,
3: Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together.
0: Yeah, right. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush.
2: Hello everybody. Happy Wednesday to you. March 23rd, 2022. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Good morning. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. on your Hump Day edition of KRC. We're happy to have you. Hump Day. That was Justin Kalen, our producer. Nick Roush is also here. How are you fellers doing? First one to talk wins the press. Phenomenal. <laughs> yes.
1: Damn it. Yes. Maybe the only victory I get today, but I got that one. And well. it starts off the day with a bang. So I'm phenomenal. That's, i just won.
0: That, that is huge.
1: That is huge. Momentum he's going quick. into the rest he's, of the yeah. day. He's yeah. quick. I'm he's, moving a little slow this morning.
0: <laughs> well, what's what's up with you, Roush? I'm just, uh, you know, just a little tired. It was a long day yesterday. But I did go to bed at like nine o'clock, so I should be refreshed. It's just gonna take a little while to grease the wheels, get things going, but uh ready to rock and roll. Yeah.
2: Good. Well, I hope your wheels are fully greased. And now it's kinda kinda turns back up to like busy season for you, huh? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Football yesterday. Spring football. Ugh.
2: You just wanna talk about that for a second? I mean like, like it's can it's we what the hell is going seriously, on? Seriously.
0: Well, I could did did somebody <laughs> I just I swear. You, it's probably because Trevor stole someone's cat. This is karma coming back our way. Uh, honestly, it's what it's got to be.
2: Yeah, But he's gotten good luck. Like Things have gone Trevor's way lately.
0: See, that's what it was. The cat was at the studio. It everything was, was fine. Oh and then he stole our good luck charm, and now they've got Kenny Payne, and everything sucks. Are we going to have to steal the president's daughter? Wait. No, you take her on a date. Yeah. Yeah. My hooking. date. Yeah,
2: uh, President's daughter. daughter. My, my date with, date with her. her. <laughs> <laughs> that must be what it is though, the cat. The cat, that's what it is. But that sucks. We needed a God, God. that sucks. I was so excited about Vito.
0: Well, and the thing, and about- it's March. I mean, like, what the hell? <laughs> we got two practices of him being like, ooh, they're trying to veto out a cornerback. And
2: exciting. And I was like, hey, he seems like somebody that's going to just challenge himself to be able to adjust. Like, he's going to make it work because he's just such a competitive dude.
0: I mean, he is, even though <sighs> you're getting a lot of dudes back at important positions on defense, most exciting defensive player you had returning, without a doubt. And just like that, <laughs> gone. Now, if I want to be like some sort of optimist, which I can try to be, there were two guys that got injured last spring. And injuries, they in, like it's football. Injuries happen. Um, last spring, Derrick Jackson tore his Achilles and Clevan Thomas tore his knee. Well, Vito has the, the old knee. He's got the ACL and meniscus. Clevan did not come back. But Derrick Jackson did come back. Um and I think the silver lining of the of the timing of it. Is it happens early enough to where you can get another defensive back if you really feel like you need to get another defensive back? You're already looking for a cornerback. Uh, Keidron Smith from Ole Miss is visiting uh, for yeah, the Blue White game.
2: Down to like a Final Four of UK, Missouri, and forget I who think the Virginia other. Tech. Virginia Tech sounds right, and, and I want to say maybe one more ACC school, kind of like middle tier. But anywho,
0: or Cincinnati, something like that. Yes, yeah, either like that. either way, um, that that feels like a recruitment you can win. Uh, maybe now you have the opportunity to go get another one. Last year, whenever Jackson got hurt, they went out and got Jacquez Jones. He led the team in tackles. So um, that that turned out pretty well for you. But I think that just the, the biggest thing that sucks is just like the hits that Vito lays on people. It's like the Jacob Toppin dunk where it, it the, the whole cra- like stadium, everybody reacts and it injects momentum excitement into your team. And you just can't – I don't I don't care how good the other dude is at covering that you get to try to potentially replace Vito. Like, you're just not getting that.
2: Kind of like a wow factor aspect that – I mean, not really necessarily a wow factor, but it's like this, this X factor that can have this ripple effect on the team. And that yeah, that's, that is true. I mean, big hitters always have that. Well,
0: it sets the tone. It does. Like, that Citrus Bowl game when he uh, – uh, Kentucky had all of the momentum in the first half. And part of it was because Vito knocked the hell out of that dude on that swing pass on the second or third play of the game. Yeah. Nailed he, him. Drilled him. Just absolutely rocked him. And for a guy too that like he did a lot of fun things as a true freshman on special teams. And he thought, okay, he's gonna he's gonna have a big sophomore season and then become an absolute stud as a junior. Well, then you have the off the field stuff, and he only plays. Yeah, you know, the the party that the Louisville sheriff was investigating for well, months and months and Deputy months on Deputy Yeah, Deputy Dufus. Did he ever come to a conclusion there? Um, it
2: seemed like you just stopped talking about it all of a sudden. I
0: think that's what it was. Just huh. just, yeah. it's just just moved on. Really weird. Weird. Yeah, um, but he wanted justice so badly. Nothing. Ever came from it, but they missed five games. They missed half the season and missed all of last spring. So they got railroaded. It's important developmental time was just taken from them. So you're like, okay, well, this is the spring that is finally Vito's time. Another setback. This time an injury. So it, it sucks. There's no, there's no, there's no nice way around it.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's horrible. And it seems like it's too soon for this to be happening. You are right that like it, every team, Every year, every offseason, you're going to have an injury. You're probably going to have several. I guess you cross your fingers that it's not impact guys, but this will happen to other teams, and as much as we hate to say it, this won't be the last injury for U.K. football before they ever play a snap to start their 2022 season. But this string of like important pieces going down for Kentucky, I just can never remember Maybe it was just because back row when we were, like, kids, we would follow UK football, but we wouldn't follow it super close. I, I, this just, it, it seems like a string of such terrible luck for UK, where you can almost just go down the list of seasons and be like, we were this expected starter out, this expected starter season ending in, in injury. This, you could just go down the list, and what can you do about it besides just whine to the heavens, but... It does suck, and I'm sick of it. Well, Kentucky's uh, record speedy, last year. Hope for a speedy recovery. They won ten games. Again.
1: Yeah, I think they're going to be okay. But, but they found a way around it last year. Yeah, they're, but they're like,
0: going to
2: find that, a way around it this year. And I like Justin's sentiment there. Mm-hmm. And there is some truth to like where if one player goes down for Kentucky football, it's not the end of the world there's, anymore. There's enough there. There is earth. the depth is actually SEC caliber. The recruiting has paid off in that regard. But Justin, all that being said. Winning 10 games, UK fans are ready to make that next step. They don't have the depth of a Georgia. They don't have the depth of an Alabama, uh, which is no doy. No teams in the country do. There's like four or five that maybe do. Can They can go that deep where you're just pulling stud after stud after stud off the bench. We're trying to get there. Slowly but surely, you keep getting recruiting classes like you got this past season. You'll get there sooner than than later. But it still hurts. Yes, we're in a better spot than we've ever been, all things considered. But it still is not. It's even if Alabama or Georgia lost a starter, you know, it would, it would be a, a big deal for them. Still, you're right. You can you can next man up situation. The cliche you'll hear a million
1: times. Well, and Rouse is right with the timing of it all. Like it, it could have been the timing could have been way worse. That's, this could have happened true. mid or the beginning of the season, a couple games in, and then you can't hit the portal and get a guy to fill that spot. So at least you got the time now. To go out and try to target your guy and get him on, in the
0: fold.
2: Way to go, Vito's knee. If you're going to give out, this is the time to do it.
0: I I will say the difference between um, injuries hitting a Mark Stoops team versus previous years, I, I always think back to 2007. Like, that team was so banged up.
2: Oh, were they? It didn't seem like there was anything, like, season-long, though.
0: I, I don't know if there was a season-long, but, like, Raphael Little, like, the, the Mississippi State game, nobody played. And – It showed, you know, um, like like Raphael Little missed significant time. Keenan Burton missed significant time. Do you think a random U.K. football game
2: gets brought up more than the 2007 Mississippi State game? We've talked about it a million times. I mean, I can tell you yeah. exactly where I was sitting. I can tell you the weather. I can tell you everything miserable. about that day.
0: Oh, it's like one of the more miserable games, yeah. losses ever.
2: Oh, it was horrible. Everything about it was terrible. Um, atmosphere was like Joker bad, but it was like a that- season where you had the best atmospheres mm-hmm. in UK history, so that was kind of weird. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, that is a random game that gets brought up a lot, and also the uh, Arkansas game where randall cobb won and also the arkansas okay. game where it got like canceled halfway through
2: oh well, yeah. that one not as fun to talk about i remember where i was for that one and i remember where i was for the cobb game because i had my wisdom teeth taken out and bobby petrino suck it buddy yeah took a big fat l that day yeah,
0: yeah just took so it so and then
2: cobb was wearing 12 for Dicky Lyons that game no, right okay. right Dicky uh-huh. Lyons, underrated uk football player which one i was talking junior but i didn't get to see the older one but i'm sure maybe he's underrated well, he was like an all-American, or... underrated as an all-American. <laughs> When's he gonna get some
0: respect? <laughs> yeah, put some respect on his name.
2: All right, anything else from football besides the bad news that we didn't want to hear and stinks?
0: Um, hmm, let me see here. Oh, Dinky, good. Dinky, very good. I also did the very, I did, did the big J tactic where I asked Scangarella for names, and then I rephrased the question, like, and he's like, oh, explain this to me. Brain's so it's, not working. So, I, so I did yes. the thing where I was like, so are there any, uh, you know, you've got a lot of new pass catchers. any of those guys standing out so far? And then he just gave me some bull crap. Well, they're just, they're good complimentary pieces. They're playing well together. So I let some other folks ask questions. And I was like, you know, you spent a lot of time watching <laughs> film on these guys. Were there any guys that once you saw them in the field, you're like, whoa, this isn't what I expected. He said, you know. It's another good way to get me to name names. And I was like, ah, oh, uh, I gotcha. He's like, but, but I will give you did, this. Did you get? Okay. He did. So, okay yeah. Right. He ended up saying, like, like, Dan Key is a guy that uh, is, is improving each time he comes out. And that was, you know, it, it was one of those things that after the first two practices, I would heard that Key is playing well, but, like, I also am always going to be hesitant about hearing good dinky things because like we know all of the people around him that would be yeah. quick to say nice things about him, but apparently like, yeah, he, he's, he's the real deal. Um, and, and so like that, that's, that's great news because I don't, I don't want to say we, uh, we we did kind of overlook him in that once he, he, you got his commitment, you knew he was solid all of, the Big Blue Nation's attention was on Keontae Goodwin and Barry and Brown. Mm-hmm. And so that um, – that, that it was good to hear that of all of the the young guys that have flashed, Kia's exceeded early expectations.
2: That is cool to hear. And you all, always – like you kind of alluded to, the local guys are always going to – People are going to be more interested in how they're doing their development. That applies to basketball as well. It applies to football. There's just something about Kentucky fans with Kentuckians and just wanting to know if they're progressing, because I think it's so fun to root for a Kentucky. I mean, Wondell Robinson was such a hoot, you right. know, because yeah. he's a kid from Frankfurt, and it was so enjoyable. So that's good to hear that he's progressing well because people are going to be asking a lot about him. Yeah, You know, so it's good to hear positive updates then, eh, and maybe, I guess there could be a dangerous aspect to this of like, well, hope expectations don't get high. I hope, you know, I hope he can meet what people are saying about him. But I think common sense goes a long way with this. I don't think anybody's saying expect him to go out there and replace Wandell or do these insane right, things right. or like that. But so far, early in the process, good.
0: Yes checking, yes.
2: checking the boxes we need to check. That's great
0: news. Especially at outside receiver where there's more opportunity. And as Skengerell said, like, they, they do have a solid group of ones and twos at receiver. Like, if you just went down the line. Yeah. Demarcus Harris was a guy that, uh, you know, he he was a, kind of a mid-three-star recruit, and he's playing a little bit above that. At t- towards the end of last year, he had a couple big first-down catches against Georgia on that long touchdown scoring drive that basically took up the entire fourth quarter. Uh, and then he had a, a few other games where he, he made some big catches. So you have him, Tavian Robinson, and then um, let's say Chris Lewis, and then the second team, you've got Dane Key, Cleveland Thomas, Chauncey Magwood. Like, you have a good
2: – You maybe don't have your, like, sure thing, we're going to go to this guy. Could end up being better for – I mean, no.
1: I, this is We're not going to do no. a Lamar Jackson. No, 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 We're no. not
2: going to do a L offense better than Lamar Jackson, Mingus, and the whole crew take. Not doing it. Nope. Not doing it. But I do think it can make Will Levis potentially a better quarterback when he has to, he can't just look down Wandale the entire time.
0: Yeah, yeah that's true.
2: I, I mean, I think for his pro prospects, this could be a good thing for him, for him specifically, if he's ready to answer the call and make the make the reads look off. He didn't he didn't really look off DBs last year, uh, much at all in my in in yeah. my in my opinion. And,
0: and especially on some of the the deep shots, like he did initially, uh, but then it was just like, all right, we're gonna I'm gonna throw a bomb to Wandale. and yeah. like the safety would be all over, and it's like you got to at least act like you're going to try to throw it underneath but teams figured it out um but he's going to probably have to be a little bit more
2: creative he's i i agree with you that i don't think there's as much concern at the wide receiver position than i think some thought or maybe some worried about i'm not sure exactly where everybody's at collectively as a fan base but i i i, I don't Think it's going to be the strong, I mean, obviously, it's not going to be the strongest unit but in it's, the SEC. It's no longer
0: the weakest link on the team, though. And I, that's, I, that's important.
2: I, I think it'll go as far as quarterback play, and the offensive line will give them time to get open. So basically, I think like, well, if you do your job, you got the receivers to make this offense look good. Um, and again, I love seeing him on like 2023 draft quarterback list and oh, stuff okay. like He's that. He's
0: like top five draft prospects at quarterback. In Full all of those disclosure.
2: Early- Early in his career, like Patrick Tolles was mentioned in that light. So, I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> but we've seen Will Levis already have a season that Tolles never had,
0: right? Yeah. Like, we've already seen Levis. What's weird is, is Tolles did have some crazy numbers. He
2: did have some great numbers. Yeah. And that shootout with Dak in that Mississippi State game yeah. was when Mississippi State was number one was like, hey, he was is, like, going punch for punch he here. He was
0: way too uh, up and down, though. Way too inconsistent. Throughout his entire Just career. wildly inconsistent. Yeah. And was
2: never, like, an amazing throw. Or had a nice arm, but was never... Yeah,
0: it was... It, it, a lot of these guys, they they measure them based off of tools. But, a, 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 as you mentioned in Levis's case, but I he has a good body of work. Yeah. He's steadily improved. And Kentucky's recruited that receiver position to be much better. You know, I mentioned Barry and Brown. I didn't even bring up DeKell Crowdis. And then you have tight ends True. coming back. Like, Keaton Upshaw's healthy. He was another guy you lost last year, and it was just like we thought this guy was going to be probably your second-leading receiver behind Wanda Robinson, and he's gone for the season. Um, you've got him back now healthy with a bunch of tight ends um, that, you know, I, I did the old classic, so are we going to throw it to the tight ends more this year? and Always a good one. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, always going to be throwing it more to the tight ends. But between that and the fullback – the 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 one thing too that I, I I like to hear yesterday or I think it was either yesterday or Monday was the first day they put on pads. Skangarella was like, "Yeah, that offensive line." I'm not too worried about that offensive line, <laughs> which we are because
2: you're replacing. We've been so yeah, we've been so used to dominance, and now we're like, "Oh, that's a hole. That's a hole. That's a hole." How yeah. we fix those? Yeah. Right.
0: And take like I, guess I should say two holes. Uh, Kenneth Horsey. He's back. He's playing guard. He did say that he hasn't played, like, any tackle at all, which is, is a good, good thing?
2: thing. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, it sounds like it. I mean, yeah, if you're going to play guard, that's good.
0: Yeah, stick yeah with what you know. Because you don't – and you also, like, you move him to tackle if you're really worried about the tackles. But right now, those guys need to take all the reps. Tayshawn Manning is enormous at guard. You move Eli Cox down. So, like, you feel – I mean, I even asked, like, the Titans, like, do you got more responsibility of you know, the tackle? And they're like, no, the, the offensive line's good. Like, they're good. And, like, Horsey was laughing at, like, all that junk talk. It slows down once you start putting the pads on. So, like, you know, I mean, I, I, obviously, like, it's still, like, this is spring practice talk. But, like, we have to remember that if it's not as dominant as it was last year, the floor is so high for this offensive line. It really is. Just I hope you're right. Just don't have the, like, seven-sack game or whatever like you had in the Citrus Bowl.
2: Yeah, that was disappointing. Yeah. But um, well, let me ask you this. Let, let's do a quick exercise here. Um, I know we're not big on exercising, but no, quick no. exercise. Yeah. Where where would you like – A few of the positions just we talked about. Where would you rank Kentucky's offensive line in the SEC? And we won't hold you to this. It's, it's middle of March you reserve every right in the world by the beginning of the season to change your opinion on this tons uh, of question marks and uk's probably adding a piece to the offensive line we don't know exactly who hopefully i
0: saw him yesterday. Towerstein yeah. yeah oh man his dad's enormous too it's like oh well that that checks out like that's why he's a giant human
2: do they look like they're having fun
0: uh yeah and vince was definitely in the zone oh. and it was funny he, like of course yeah. he was doing interviews and he goes hey i need you <laughs> that's awesome when Vince getting his own, like it is he is a, whew, it's can we impressive. Not
2: bring Tyler back in like two weeks and show him Keeneland? Uh, yeah. You know like hey you know Keeneland. It's Keeneland. go and go check out. He's Keeneland.
0: older too you know he can enjoy some cocktails. Every recruiting oh, trip man. should think be centered. Of, oh, think think yeah. about being a transfer portal guy and you get the Jeff Ruby's dinner and you get to drink. You get to drink like oh my all gosh. <laughs>
2: You really can like widen and die <laughs> recruits now under the Nil era, and just be like, "So this was." I mean, is really... like, this
0: is the bourbon that I own. <sighs> this this tar bourbon. He has this a tar the, bourbon. What's William Tar? Mm. W Tar? Mm, I'm not familiar. I yeah, know he how to, he uh, he uh, he like has a big stake in a bourbon company. Uh, nice. William Tar. Good for him. Yeah.
2: Keep him forever. Build so, a statue of him at the bourbon company. <laughs> <laughs>
0: statue of bourbon.
2: <laughs> Get a Tyler Steen statue at Keeneland. <laughs>
0: <laughs> made of <in> bourbon bottles <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, offense a lot um so it's hard for me to compare because i don't really know what else is out there but i do know that like if you have alabama and lsu also looking to plug holes like you're not in bad company okay um you know i i typically do my like summer is when i really start uh, bulking up on my rock but like it's definitely in the top half of other offensive lines like I, i'm not going to there's, there's no doubt about that. But uh, let's just uh, throw a dart at a board. We'll say four for right now because okay. I, I really don't know that would, that would be amazing. what else is was out there. All
2: right, tight end. One that we have a little
0: bit more certainty on. I, coming back from injury, obviously. That's... Um, It's weird because Georgia, Georgia's in a weird, weird situation. Where did uh, Jermaine Burton end up going? Because, um, like, Georgia had all of the really good – so Georgia's obviously going to be at the top. Uh, Burton ended up going to Alabama. But I would think, uh, yeah, and like Eric Gilbert is back with Georgia. He was the f- former like five-star, top ten recruit. He's back to practicing with the dogs. Um, but I, I would say that like I think Keaton Upshaw can be like third team All SEC. Like he's that freaking good. So I, w- I would say fourth. We're, we're, we're going to be conservative and go fourth.
2: That's amazing. I've got two more for you, wide receivers and quarterbacks. Where where would you rank the U.K. wide receiver unit in the SEC, and where would you rank Will Levis when you're pecking the pecking order of SEC quarterbacks? Which, it is crazy. I mean, 10 years ago, you'd have, like, one or two good quarterbacks in the SEC. That was the the shtick on the conference, right? Like, mm-hmm. loaded defensively, great up front in the trenches on both sides of the ball. You get freak wide receivers or running backs, but, like, Greg McElroy was the second best quarterback in the yeah like the yeah, level of competition yeah. at play caller at at quarterback has vastly improved so let's start there and then you can answer wide receiver or you can do whatever one you want first um
0: anyway. I, I'll say receiver is going to be farther like seventh or so just because of this lack of star power that you have at some of the other places that's also like uh, throwing darts at a board here a little bit um. But uh, I will say, when it comes to quarterback rankings, like a lot of there, there's a lot of moving pieces. I think Will Rogers is number two, right behind uh, Bryce Young, who won the Heisman Trophy last Whoa, year. Yeah, uh, and then after that, like Hooker, I, I, I I'll, I'll put Hendon Hooker at three, just because you know he's going to get a ton of production. And then let's tie Will Levis with Stetson Bennett at fourth, just because he won a national championship, and he's capable of having an awesome game. Like, he has the weapons to be very good. He doesn't have to do a ton of work. We saw he, – he basically played the best game of his career against Kentucky. He just put, like, three balls where nobody else could get him, and his guys went and made plays. Yeah, um, that's true. But i put Levis right there with him. Um at, at at a tie of fourth or well or we could tie him at fifth with KJ Jefferson Spencer Rattler he can suck it Max Johnson take out your suck it suck it pal Jackson Dart you couldn't even do anything at USC you suck it uh, the SEC isn't made for for wimps um, so Levis is a is a top five SEC quarterback as of right now. Love it.
2: Love everything that you've said. I'm guessing running back you would probably have in the top three to five as well as a unit for Kentucky yeah. football. So all things considered, we should be expecting one of the better offenses in the SEC. Yeah. If and all if you, those things check out and, and hope to be true, then that's exciting.
0: And if you uh, look at just like the yards per play numbers last year, our internet quit running, working, but I think. Can't be good news for the stream I, I think they were like fourth or something like that in the league in yards per play. And, like, that's – yes, it's a very – it's a good offense.
1: Justin, what do we think
2: about the internet going down?
1: Uh, I'm not sure. I'll check into it.
0: <laughs> I was just wondering your opinion on the matter.
1: Oh, I mean, it happens all the time, so it's <laughs> it's, an, it's another run-of-the-mill day. Well, you know, we
2: no cap. <laughs> you just think that, like, one thing that would be easy to fix is the internet. Like, there's so much we can't control –
1: but it's, it's not even just here, though. Like, it's almost everywhere you go nowadays. And I think that's probably because we've become so accustomed to having internet everywhere all the time that it's such an inconvenience when it does go down. But it's like that everywhere. I mean, I, I, it goes out at the hotel all the time. But I, it hasn't always been like this. It has in my Big X days. Well,
2: Big X, sure. <laughs> yes. It's always, that's what I'm here, yes. Elsewhere, I don't know if I agree with you. Although lately, the internet at our office has just been a little finicky, which is, is. annoying.
0: I think the thing that's most annoying is you're like, well, like you're so helpless. Whenever yes. the internet's wonky, it's like, well, I guess just unplug and plug it back in. It's like the old Insight commercials when it people is. used to call for their internet being messed up, room. they had to have
2: they'd have commercials cuz they probably just their phone lines were just getting blown it, it, up and they were just having to tell like these old women like er. just unplug it. Yep, that that
1: one there. Power then, down, power up. It's kind of like that South Park drop we have like well the internet's down. Well, how are we going to look it up? The internet. <laughs> but the internet's down. <laughs> like we don't know any other way, you know. It's crazy. It's totally true. Well, let's take a break and try to fix
2: it. We'll come back. We'll talk more football. We will talk basketball. We are going to have Matt Sack on. Oh. From Courtside Connect.
0: Yeah, he is the uh, world's most famous Kentucky basketball student right now. He really is. He is. So I, I don't really know his full story. So we'll
2: we'll get to know Matt Sack a little bit more here on Kentucky Roll Call. And hopefully we'll have internet to do it. This is KRC, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We'll be right back.
1: My lovely lady, no. Check it out. I met a girl down at the disco. She said, Hey, 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 yeah, let's go. I could be your baby. You could be
0: my mom. How can there be no internet anywhere? What's going on? Anybody got a BlackBerry? Check Judge Report. Good idea. No, wait, we can't check Judge Report. There's no internet. There has to be a way to find out what's going on. We can't. Don't you get it? There's no internet to find out why there's no internet. What did we used to do to get the news before the internet? A television.
2: Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Roll Big X Sports Radio. Go. Internet's back on at the station. Hopefully, you're able to listen and stream. However, you do KRC goes seven to nine Monday through Friday. Replay of Kentucky roll call nine to eleven. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. If you don't listen to the stream or you don't listen on ninety six point one FM, great signal. Fourteen fifty AM, solid signal. Just depending where you are, those could be reversed, but. A lot of people listen via the podcast and you can get that wherever you get your podcast. Just search for Kentucky Roll Call. Leave us a rating or review. But most importantly, check out our podcast sponsor.
0: Oh yeah, cornbread hemp, which um I that I need to set a reminder, I need to reload on some cornbread hip. It's wonderful. It's man, my back's hurting and like that's like a ideal I need a good night's sleep without waking up with my back hurting. Cornbread hemp.
2: It is Sleep Awareness Month, and Cornbread Hemp is giving 20% off if you use code SLEEP. But the good thing is, see you later, code SLEEP, because code BIGX is going to get you
0: 30%. 30% off of their all-organic, full-spectrum CBD products, including those extra-strength gummies that pack in 50 milligrams of CBD, 2 milligrams of THC to really get you right.
2: And this is I want to remind this, if you go to their website, cornbreadhemp.com, They've got something for the doggos. They've got they've got some products for your pets. If you've got my dog Yeah, fireworks are just the absolute worst for him. A little cornbread hemp just gets him much more calmer. Gets him a little sleepier. Yeah. Yeah, And it 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 makes me feel a lot better not seeing him freak out so much. So they've got stuff for your pets as well. Go to cornbreadhemp.com. You can see all the recommendations, Forbes, Healthline, Kentucky Roll Call. The New York, uh, there's just some magazine called Health. Pretty cool. Health magazine. Yeah, how'd they get that name?
1: Bastards. Pretty sweet. So uh, I caught. Check heat. them out. I caught heat last week. Nick, why don't you go ahead and tell the people why your back hurts? I slept too long. Unbelievable. Yeah. How can you sleep so long that your back hurts?
2: Yeah, that's that's, that's just, just as just, bad it, as walking up a hill golfing. It really is. It is.
0: Yeah, I was a. Uh, I got about nine hours of sleep, and I was just laying flat on my back for too long.
2: It's a pretty sick brag, like, "Hey, I, I'm sleeping too much."
1: <laughs> cool, man. Did you fill were up you, your gas yeah. tank yesterday too? I yeah, did. Need- <laughs> I actually did
0: um, on the way to Lexington. Lexington gas is a quarter cheaper. What? Yeah, it's like it's a below four dollars
2: Me- and Mead County was like four oh five, which what a relief. Yeah, and anyway, like <laughs> if you hit like those um,
0: the truck stops on sixty four, they were like four oh nine or something. But um,
2: did you see that eagle I saw yesterday in Mead County?
0: I have an uh, uh, Instagram story?
2: Yeah. I put it on Snapchat and Instagram. Bald eagle? Oh, it was a bald eagle. All right. That eagle had no hair. (laughs) Here it is. Not the best picture. Oh, wow. Because I was driving like 55 miles an hour. Oh,
0: well, that's safe.
2: Well, it also makes you kind of appreciate how good the picture actually is when you see it. But, uh, yeah, just saw a bald eagle, like two feet away from the road in Meade County. And I've seen, my dad has seen them flying down by the Ohio River frequently Mm -hmm. Um, I've seen his videos of them flying, but I think that's the first bald eagle I've just seen chilling out in the wild, non-zoo related. They're back. They wouldn't be the wild. Supposedly they're everywhere. They're back. Oh, geagles. they oh. Yeah.
1: oh if, when we go to the lake, like Potoka Lake, out in the summer, oh, we see, just them see them, them? everywhere. Yeah. So,
2: I guess I shouldn't feel as cool not seeing a bald eagle. But they are just like <laughs> enormous. I mean, they're huge. Yes, mm. they're ginormous. And secondly, they're just so pretty. Like you can't help but. Stare at them if you see one. So, good. I welcome bald eagles, although, like, watch out for your pets. Yeah. And maybe small children. Like, they're huge. They are big birds.
0: <laughs> um, you, TJ, I've got some some good news. I love good news. So, and also,
2: I think you needed an update on uh, that stat that we ran out of internet. Yeah, Kentucky
0: like, was fifth in yards per play last what? year. So, top five offense in the SEC. It's right where you want to be. Right where you want to be. Um, I know a lot of people thought it would be a good idea to go to New Orleans for the Final Four this year. Actually, horrific idea. Tornado went through New Orleans last night. Do you want to go to tornadoes? I don't think so. So, uh, Cal, once again, playing chess while others are just playing checkers.
2: Our thoughts are with the people in New Orleans. That looked terrifying. God,
0: that looks so scary. And well, like, what are, what's tornado doing in New Orleans? Well, I, I, just crazy
2: think they get some pretty nasty weather down there yeah uh, tornadoes were going all throughout texas too uh earlier yesterday yeah. or maybe on monday awful but yeah terrible terrible stuff uh ho- i haven't really seen any updates from this morning but i'm sure everybody's just waiting to wake up and survey
0: the
2: survey everything but mm-hmm. uh yeah that 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 was that was no good
0: we're, we're hoping they're all doing fine i do want to share um something that i, I don't know if i
2: this is where's the good news
0: <laughs> well, I, I, I was going to share one more thing about Kentucky football practice before I went away because, um, you know, we, we talked about Danke Howie there's a lot of expectations for that kid, and so far he's kind of living up to them. Well, another guy is uh, Keontae Goodwin, who we've known about him as a recruit for how many years now? Well, he's, he's finally a Kentucky football player. He's finally in the building, and the early returns are in, and so far, so good. Uh, I, I think most yeah. importantly – and it's what I've I always kind of leaned back into um, because even though folks thought like they were very worried, like, oh, this kid and his recruitment, there's a lot of drama. Well, I don't know how he's going to fit in. He might be thinking he's too cool for school. The one thing about Keontae is he, he's, he's got a good work ethic. Um, and, I, and when he showed up to the All-American games, he had been getting wind and down on all these official visits. He had packed on a few LBs mm-hmm. and like, the people who rank him at our site, they dropped him like 60 spots or something ridiculous. It's like, guys, if you adding some, whatever, that, that's either here or there. Uh, but, of course, as soon as he got to Kentucky, he got to work. And he's working out twice a day. Nice. Uh, he's, he's dropped that weight. And the, the phrase that's been used multiple times is, he's a sponge. Basically, if he's not at class, he's at the football facility. Well, that's good. Um, I think people, he,
2: that that doesn't, you know, I know a lot of people used Matt Elam as an example of why he could maybe be a bust. I don't think that was a sponge was the the descriptor for Matt Elam. No disrespect sponge, to him. Spongy was an adjective. Yeah, I, I don't think people were were. I don't think he was hanging around the football facility unless he had to.
0: Yeah, and the the thing is, is Keontae, he loves football. Um, he knows that it's his ticket to it, it's his big ticket, and he's willing to make the most of it. So right now, like, there's not like some sort of like, oh, he's gonna go in and play. But like Yinzer said, like his message to all of his newcomers and Kante included is like, don't come in here thinking you're gonna redshirt. Like you're just gonna waste a year. Like come in here, prepare to play, and if you're ready, you'll play. Like, we're not we're not gonna hide you. So do what you have to do. Um, and take care of your business, and you could play this fall. So, so far, so good. Obviously, it's still very early, but Keontae's been doing all the right things since he got on campus.
2: That's great to hear. Good update. That should be newsworthy, in my opinion, um, because he's worth getting excited about, especially with how much effort and energy was put into his recruitment for several years. So, good update there. Love hearing it. We're gonna have Matt Sack on here shortly, and we'll talk Kentucky basketball.
0: Kind of switch gears there. Um, Did we have any um, Kentucky basketball? I-, I saw where the the checkerboard. Well, that's
2: that has been that's been talked about for a while. That right, this was gonna right. be
0: the last year of the checkerboard.
2: I guess Kyle Tucker's still hearing that that should be the case, and. Uh,
1: what? Whatever.
2: I don't care. Hey, good new uniforms. It's
0: it's long overdue. Sweet, what, bad awesome. bad juju with the, the these this iteration of Kentucky basketball uniform.
1: Whatever Kentucky decides to do, it will not be as bad as Vanderbilt.
0: Oh, good grief! God. Why uh, would
1: they get rid of their icon? Like, there's if there's one thing people recognize about Vanderbilt, it's that old logo. Maybe like that's what why the they
2: hell. had to do something different.
1: Now they're going to be irrelevant.
0: <laughs> I love too that they were just like, we're going to do the Washington Commanders logo.
2: Wait, what is... I also love that Xavier trolled him. Oh, Xavier trolled him. Yeah, that... although I lost my bet, but uh, said you should have kept the old logo, and it was just an L in like the Van <laughs> script. I retweeted oh, it. Oh wow, that's it's good stuff. That's it really is good Twitter. Good Twitter back and forth. Let's get to a few texts here on the Thornton's text line. But first, remind and we're gonna have Matt Sack on here soon. But remind you that Thornton's is great. As you head into your work day, get yourself some
0: I was breakfast. disappointed I didn't have enough time to get into Thornton's today. Same. Gosh,
2: I actually was leaving the house. I was probably going to pop out at Thornton's today, and then I couldn't find my keys and wallet. And searched the house all over for them. Where were they? On the Pelotron. Why? <laughs> No clue.
1: You're going to run out the door right after the workout. The,
2: the The Pelotron's in the basement now, too. So <laughs> I guess, like, I was carrying stuff, and that was, like, the most convenient. But it was, it was quite literally the last place I looked because I wouldn't keep looking for something if I'd already found it. But all that being said, Thornton's fresh fruit, delicious burritos, breakfast sandwiches, whatever you're looking for, they have it, plus coffee that'll get you fueled up, ready to go. It's the middle of the week. You need a little pick-me-up. Stop by Thornton's today. Don't know exactly where we left off yesterday on the text line. Um, we are still behind, and that's why we're trying to start it a little earlier today so we can catch on up. I think we will catch it up today. I but.
0: think we've got um, – I, I think I'm right here. It says, how is this still Cal butt slap radio? The game has passed, and we're literally the only team who still takes long twos, really draw plays to get an open three, and he follows up the worst year in U.K. history with the worst loss in tournament history. Yeah, that stinks, but uh, no, you're not at the last, like, lots of teams – there, two of them are playing in the Sweet 16 that run a similar style of let's use our athleticism to attack the basket. We're going to play pretty fle- freely. We're not going to run a lot of sets. There's more than one way to skin a cat.
2: Yeah, gosh, I did not realize we were so far up on the text line. So mm-hmm. I, we may have to revisit that one because I was just so lost in all that. But we do have a guest on. Oh, we do? Yes, we've got Matt Sack from Courtside Connect. Matt, how are you?
3: I'm doing great. How are y'all doing?
2: We're doing well. It's early. You have class at eight thirty. Is that right? Yeah. What the hell's wrong with you?
3: <laughs> Actually, I have class at nine, but I live off campus, so I got to go for like a twenty thirty minute walk to get on a uh, get on to UK and then get class. But
2: gotcha. Okay, I'm, well, I'm that's better. Right that, that's better. A nine o'clock class is more forgivable than an eight thirty. Eight or eight thirty, you can't do, Matt. What What year are you, at UK?
3: I'm a junior, so I had to do my share of 8 and 8.30s eight as a freshman and sophomore, but I got a little more flexibility now.
2: Okay, that's good to hear. Junior year, that was that was 2012 for me, so that was obviously oh, my oh, most great. fun year. Yeah. Without, without, without a doubt, uh, you should have gotten your 2012 run, your 2022 run this year. UK came up a little short, um, unfortunately, to St. Peter's. Most embarrassing loss probably in school history. Uh, I do want to ask you more just about UK and life, but we brought you on here to talk about basketball. What what was the reaction from students to the St. Peter's loss? Because you're seeing grown adults absolutely lose their minds. You'd expect that maybe more, Matt, out of students. What was the reaction on campus to last Thursday?
3: It was actually pretty nice timing that um, our break was during, or spring break was when we lost. So there, we, no one was on campus. I was actually in uh, Los Angeles and, Campus was pretty dead, and just basically the reactions on Twitter were pretty much we were seeing from anyone else. Anyone that made the trip down, whether it was to uh, Tampa or to Indianapolis, was just pretty upset, pretty heartbroken, but not as crazy as some of I guess you want to say the adults or the people that should be more mature on Twitter.
2: What what what's the student thoughts on John Calipari? His because students, you know, no, it is true. You've seen you've seen one of the worst seasons in UK basketball history, and now, unfortunately, you've seen one of the worst losses. Uh, what, how, what's their sentiment and feeling on on John Calipari?
3: It, it's kind of crazy. Like for people that are my age, I mean, it, it's very rare that you have someone that was a fan before John Calipari. So John Calipari is always known. Like we've never been around for. Billy Gillespie we didn't understand all that we we weren't around for Tubby Smith obviously not Rick Patino like Kentucky basketball has been John Calipari it's been the, the recruits it's been the top elite talent that he's been bringing in and no matter how tough it is I mean we're with Cal through and through for the most part there you have your exceptions to everything but I think a lot of the students just are really fond of Calipari and just the culture that he's brought to Kentucky is an elite talent that he keeps bringing in and the day that he does leave, it's going to be really sad because that's been our generation. He's been the leader of
2: that. Well said, and we're talking with Matt Sack here on Kentucky Roll Call. I that Roush, what do you what do you think of that? Like, on the one hand, that like, is true. That's like, something I think we take as older folks take for granted that like college kids right now, their whole UK basketball experience is young. Cal is
0: kids. Kentucky basketball. Yeah. Um, so like, just imagining a life without it, like that. Are you
2: surprised to hear the support from the students for a coach that, like the last you know four or five years, hasn't been the expectations of when they were growing into their fandom?
0: A little bit surprised. Like if I was Matt, who I, I was a guy who got selfishly my first four years of college, or five the five years I was in school we went to five, four Final Fours. Expectations were a little bit higher, so I would be disappointed that I hadn't been on one of those big long runs. But I also didn't have football around there. So I would assume, Matt, that there's a lot of, oh, we're a football school now, kind of jokes. Um, And you get football to enjoy sold-out stadiums, field rushes, and enormous tailgates. Yeah, the
2: football experience is totally different in 10 years.
3: Yeah, I, I completely agree with that as well. I mean, football from like in game environment standpoint is a lot more lively. I, I think a lot more students get into it than the basketball games. I mean, the field is closer to campus. It's, it's not like downtown. So kids are more likely to wake up, tailgate, go down there for a game. And just like you said, like the, the field rush is just the overwhelming culture that's coming in football. But like you said, with basketball, you had four final fours in your four years, something like that. Like we haven't had a single tournament win. Since I started attending this university, which is insane considering I'm now an upperclassman. So again, it, it is heartbreaking. It does, it does suck. But I think for the most part, it's like, I don't, well, leaving Cal, I don't think puts us in a better spot right now. And I think students understand that. I mean, we as, as a senior next year, I don't want to see a project, a new school trying to come in and get new recruits and implement a new system and all of that. I mean, that I want another year of Cal trying to bring back guys like Sharp and Oscar and run it back or go and get in the next top talent like Casey Walls and Chris Livingston, and put our best effort forward to get a Final Four run. I mean, I think that's our best shot at a Final Four run.
2: Matt, that seems to be the – everybody Everybody's a Kentucky fan wants UK to do well, I would think and I would hope. Although some, you just wonder if they have ulterior motives for all this stuff. But everybody wants UK to do well. And I think even the people that have some Calipari fatigue – I think most of them realize he is a good dude. He's done a ton for this state, both basketball-related and non-basketball-related. But the issue is, yes, Calipari is going to get good players. He's always going to have us excited for a season. There's always going to be some hope, optimism, and, and stuff to get pumped up about. The issue is, I think there's a group of the fan base that just doesn't believe he's, he can do all those things, but he's not going to be able to do anything with those things. What would you say to those
3: fans? I just think that's incorrect. I mean, you look at this season, what we accomplished before what I'll talk about, what happened that changed our season. I mean, we blew out Kansas at Kansas. I don't think we won at Kansas since like the 1980s, I wanted to say. That's something we haven't done. We blew out Tennessee by 28. Rick Barnes has never given up um, 100 points since he's gone to Tennessee. And we put, what, 107 on them? And people say that Cal can't run an offense. Um, They were one of the best defensive teams in the country in the Final Four contender. We blew out North Carolina, who's our blue-blood rival. And then Ty-Ty gets hurt in the Florida game for a second time, and he never comes back. Um, We start putting 40 minutes a night on Grady because we don't have guards, and then he starts to get worn down, and he doesn't look like he has the energy or the legs to compete when the season comes to the end. The same with Davion Mintz. I mean, you can't tell me that those guys were banged up in March. I mean, our guard depth... Um, was just tough, especially with C.J. Frederick missing the whole season. I think if we have a full roster and we don't have these dumb injuries, and again, you need you need luck to compete in college basketball, but if we stay fully healthy, I, I really, truly believe, you can't tell me that we aren't still playing today, that we aren't still in the tournament. We don't beat Murray State, and we don't beat St. Peter's, and we're not playing uh, Purdue for a chance to go to the Elite Eight. You can't tell me that. So we ran into some bad luck, and it is what it is. It's still an unacceptable loss to lose to St. Peter's. But I, I think if we're fully healthy from the start of the season, from C.J. Frederick to Ty Ty never getting hurt, to Grady and Minskin in the more balanced their minutes, I think we're still playing day. and Calipari's doing with his roster what we know that is capable of being done.
2: Well said, and I I totally agree with you. That's an answer with plenty of nuance that people may say, well, it's just an excuse. You still got to find a way to beat St. Peter's. You do. Uh, Nobody's excusing the St. Peter's loss. I just think this season, we were so hoping so badly that – Once everybody was going to be back, it was going to click. But the unfortunate part is once everybody back, it was just never the same. And I think we'll end up here. And Ty Ty was a lot more hurt than he was. And that's kind of where I wanted to take this conversation, Matt, is just you have such a different perspective than so many people in either UK media or just even UK fandom because you're walking around the campus. You're seeing the guys. You were front row in the eruption zone pretty much every game it seemed like. So you know what I'm going to ask. Who's coming back? Who's going? What's kind of the scuttle? <laughs> what's the scuttle amongst students? Because honestly, when I was a when I was working for the Colonel and I started at Cats Illustrated when I was a junior in college, like you did we had I had more access then than I probably ever did in my entire life. You were literally in class with some of those dudes, or you knew people, or you knew a tutor, or you knew a girlfriend, or you knew this or the other. So you're in a unique position with all this. So I, I'm gonna take I'm not going to hold you to this by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm gonna—I take your opinion more than maybe some others. So, who do you think's coming back, and who do you think for sure is gone? And obviously, I think everybody's wondering about Sharp and Oscar. If you want to start there.
3: Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm not super plugged into that type of stuff. I'm not like talking with players every single day about like what they're doing and what they're not sure. doing. Um. I I think Oscar has a really good chance to come back if his nil situation works out. I know. There's a lot more complications to that than just, oh, he's allowed to make money now. I, I think he loves the University of Kentucky. I think he would love to come back for a second year. He's open to it, even with his draft stock coming up. I just think there's a lot of NIL complications that might keep him from seeing a second year on campus. Um, Shane Sharp, I'm done guessing with. I feel a different <laughs> way every other week. There's weeks where I'm like, all right, no, he's a, he's a top five pick. No one has ever passed that up in the history of ever. I mean, we have we see recruits struggle to pass up being like a borderline first round pick or even a borderline like second round pick, just a chance to go pro rather than come back to Kentucky. Um, but then I also just keep seeing. I mean, Cal and Shaden, their camp have been so adamant from the start. And I get if Shaden's camp wants to save face and they want to keep saying like, oh no, we're coming back, we're coming back, we're coming back. But I feel like Cal has let us on too much just to let us down. I don't feel like he would keep hyping up, oh, you have to see this guy in warm up. So You have to show up early to watch him warm up if we were never actually going to watch him play. So I go back and forth. Um, I, I just feel weird commenting on it because I just don't feel like anyone that actually says they know what's going to happen knows what's going to happen. I mean, I still don't even know if he's actually even officially eligible for the draft. That's another <laughs> thing. I could honestly see that going either way. Um, I think Ty Ty is gone. I know his dad kind of put out something saying like year one and people are putting out like a lot of weird theories saying maybe it might be more likely that Ty Ty's back. I, I mean, I'm fine on the record saying that I think he's 100% gone. Sure. Um, his draft stock probably dropped a little bit late in the season, but I think that's mostly because he was injured. I think he'll regain full strength. He'll go to the NBA workouts. He'll be fine. He'll be a borderline uh, first-round pick. Um, The only people I really feel comfortable saying that are going to be back is C.J. Frederick and Jacob Toppin because they're not ready to go pro, and obviously they can't transfer again. They already used their one-time transfer. Damian Collins is obviously back. Um, I, I worry about some other guys transferring. I worry about some other guys testing pro routes or whether that be NBA or maybe just some kind of pro route. It's time to move on from Kentucky. Um, I think Sabir Wheeler has a good chance to come back, and I think Lance Ware probably has a good chance to come back. But other than that, I think that's probably the three to five guys that we'll be bringing back next year. And I'd be surprised if there was a name off that list. Unless, of course, Oscar or Shane, which I already talked about, were to make a surprise um, and come back.
2: We're talking with Matt Zach. There's, there's ton. We'll have to get you back on another time because there, there's plenty more. I feel like I, I would want to ask you regarding this team and just some of your thoughts on that stuff. This has been really enjoyable. Uh, how much does it bug you that you never really got the real K layer experience and you just have a fraudulent K layer? Mm. That bother you?
3: People talk so much about Kaylair, and I, I honestly have no idea what it is, and so I, it is, it does kind of bother me. I mean, people people bring it up like it's the like 2012 to 2015 run for our Kentucky basketball yeah. team, and it's just like some myth that like I. I May have existed, may have not, and I just don't know. I never got to
2: experience it. <laughs> oh, it existed, yep. buddy. I've
3: I mean, been they get Taco, nights there. They
0: get Taco Bell now, so yeah, like that—that's not a bad trade-off. But you're not getting the triple cheeseburgers or the spicy buffalo chicken tenders oh, with the fries with extra seasoning. So good. Um, but you did. I'm—I'm I'm curious too, Matt. Like, how did? Like, you were just the guy who wore the full uniform in the student <laughs> section. <laughs> And now you're like grinding, pumping out content. I, how did
2: really how did cool. this come to yeah, be? It's been fun to watch, to be honest.
3: Yeah, it's kind of funny. Like even before, like I was actually putting out work. Like I was always doing stuff like that. Like I would go and like talk to my dad or one of my friends, and I would talk to Kentucky, ba- talk about Kentucky basketball after every single game for half an hour to forty minutes. And then just everything happened on Twitter with me blowing up, and I got a platform, and I realized people are willing to listen to me. So I'm like, I'll just take these 30-, 40-minute conversations that I just had with a couple of friends, and I'll record it, and I'll put it out there for all the Big Blue Nation to listen to, and that'll just be my podcast. Like, I I love writing about Kentucky basketball. I love digging through stats. I love putting lists together. That's just something I do in my free time. So and know Cats coverage gave me the opportunity to come on and write for them. So grateful for that. They gave me the platform. They gave me all the tools. I'm not even like a journalist major or a media major. That's not what I do. I'm actually in computer science and math. But I I just love Kentucky basketball so much. And they gave me the opportunity and they gave me the platform. And I just, I'm continuing to just be a fan first and keep doing what I love. And people seem to respect that, enjoy it, and check out my content for that reason. So I'm really appreciative of it.
2: Well, we're appreciative, even if it's a junior in college, that is less emotional than grown adults regarding a sports team and the head coach. And I think it's nice that you're sending out a a, a good message of, like, folks, things aren't as terrible as you all are making them out to be. And that's coming from a student that really hasn't had the glory of a U.K. basketball run. But, Matt, uh, I'm with you that I think that U.K. has the right guy in charge to give you that, that ginormous and exciting run. Hopefully it'll be a senior year thing for you. Uh, and I, I do promise you when it does happen, you'll remember it for the rest of your life. So, uh, keep up the, the good work as always. We'll get you back on the show. This has been really enjoyable getting to chat with you. And then just, uh, again, I know caps coverage and the courtside connect podcast, uh, people can follow you online at Matt Sack BBN. Anything else you want to get out there?
3: Yeah, that's it. I'm also working a little bit with blue chips. They're the NFT sponsor for our Kentucky basketball team, but yeah, blue chips, um, CatsCoverage.com, Cortex Mac Podcast, uh, at BBN on Twitter. That's where you can find me. And I just appreciate you guys having me on. I mean, being kind of new to this media game, y'all are people that I follow and look up to and try to take things from. So for y'all to have me on here, it's really an honor.
2: Well, Matt, it shouldn't be. This is just a goofy <laughs> little radio show, but that's very nice of you to say. Thank you so much. Enjoy class, and we'll talk to you down the road, okay?
3: Thank you, guys. Have a great
2: day. All right, you too, Matt Sack, UK student, Cats coverage he's and more, courtside connect.
0: He's more mature than we are. He's better. That, that he's was more, incredible. He's
2: more well-spoken yeah. than we that are was- too. <laughs> oh my, he's gonna take our jobs. What the hell? No, literally, he's got incredible. a bright future, and it seems like in whatever he wants to do. But good for you not being a journalism major. I can promise you, you'll make more money in math and computers and whatever other nerdy things he's up to. But that was great. All right, hour one done. We got to get to the text line. in hour two, maybe touch on a few things that he talked about as well. This is KRC. I'm big X, DJ so Walker, Nick Rouch, and Justin Cow. Come on,
0: okay.
3: i do the hump it up. Come on, I do the it up. Check me out, John. I do the hump it up. Just watch me do the hump to hop. Yeah.
1: Over.
0: You say over. I ain't heard no family. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call.
1: Nothing is over until we decide it is.
3: With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro.
2: Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here. On your Wednesday, hour number two. We'll spend pretty much this entire hour doing some Thornton's tex stuff. Hearing from you, seeing what you all have to say. Appreciate Matt Sack joining us. If you didn't get to hear that, listen to Hour 1 of Kentucky Roll Call on the podcast. Brought to you by Cornbread Hemp. Lunch today should be brought to you by Salseritas. Quite literally, they can bring it to you. You can order delivery on the app, and you will save money, and you will save time. And each time you download that Salseritas app, remember only the locations in Louisville, Middletown, and St. Matthews. Uh, Well, I shouldn't say the only locations. I think most Salsaritas use the app. I know that the Lexington one does not. So Lexington listeners, don't blame us. Blame that specific Salsaritas. And then download that app, and when you're in Louisville, go to town on it, baby. You can get a burrito, quesadilla, nachos, whatever you're craving. It will be fresh. It will be delicious. It will be fast. And it will be fun.
0: Yeah, I gave out some Salsaritas to folks last week. It's in the mail now. It took me, you know. I procrastinate with that stuff, but it's in the mail. Better than I do. Yeah.
2: Justin, any update on your salceritas given out?
1: I didn't. I texted him yesterday. I didn't have the time, uh, oh. but I'm gonna run it by today. Justin didn't have any time.
2: You're gonna run it by. You're not gonna just mail it.
1: No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna personally deliver it. Wow.
2: Are you gonna deliver about some salsaritas too? Do you not? Why don't you just? Why don't you just mail it? You have stamps.
1: Well, he lives like I don't know, ten minutes from where I work. Oh, so. I yeah. know where he lives. Yeah,
2: so, so I'm just I'm gonna invite go, it over to his house. Just
1: gonna go drop it in the mailbox.
2: Okay, well that's very nice of you, Justin. Salsarita's two locations in Louisville, Middletown. They have a drive-through. St. Matthews, they do not, but it's newly renovated and it's really nice in there. So check out Salsarita's today. Roush, anything you want to start hour two with before we get into the text line? Obviously, the text line is going to bring up a bunch of different stuff.
0: Um, we'll just go to the text line. I don't, I don't, uh, uh, uh just a few quick hitters. Uh, Kentucky softball team. Uh, yeah, they lost. Uh, Oklahoma. They, turns got run, out, they got run rolled. Really good. Which is weird that the run rule like that yeah, was like eight. Yeah, eight after eight. six innings. I guess I mean, they rightfully so. You like, know, UK you're just UK's cutting it com- one short. Yeah, UK's
2: not coming back for that. But
0: UK they kept it close. They made a little noise. Yeah, and like they had like two on with two out at one point, and they were only down by one. Um, but they they couldn't get any home early on, and then. Uh, a girl hit a three-run bomb for Oklahoma in like the fifth inning, and that kind of just opened up the opened up the doors for a loss to the Sooners.
2: The backcats cats after being promptly swapped over the weekend, they beat uh, Moorhead State last night. Yeah, suck it, Moosehead. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, suck it. Take that. Rewind it back
2: um sec is really good in baseball and i think uk is just a pretty average baseball team so probably going to be a long long weekend series most of this remaining spring and into the summer but uh hey take care of business of the midweek and maybe you can steal one from from louisville
0: love that our bat cats are like all right sec play it opens who we got first number three arkansas <laughs> like yeah no breaks <laughs> yeah it's, it is.
2: It's a really, really tough schedule. Okay, um, let's get back to this text line again. I did not realize we were so far
0: up. Um, we've got Indiana Tim. Indiana Tim here, TJ. Have some extra cornbread him gummy. Somebody needs some. <laughs> well, I put not, you to
2: sleep. Certainly not going to say no to it.
0: Yeah. Uh, why are you so certain we are going to be a top five team? Because losing Titan chart means we have zero guards that can shoot besides Frederick. I mean, because like if you look at... The teams over the years, I think, historically speaking, the chances of John Calipari having a top five team are like eighty percent, probably. Yeah,
2: I'm just so lost on the text line.
0: I think uh, keep scrolling up. (laughs) Yeah, I think it'd be right around eighty percent.
2: Oh, that would explain it. I'm on
0: Monday. Oh, that that would explain it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Kentucky was a top five team going into this tournament, and they got upset. It stinks. Also, we got a long way to go with this roster. Who knows where it's going to take? Five zero
2: two four one four fourteen fifty is the text line.
0: I don't want to fire Cal, but hypothetically, wouldn't Scott Drew be the perfect replacement? (laughs) Yes. I mean, Scott Drew took him what twenty years ago to a Final Four. What makes him makes him better than John Calipari?
2: Oh, I'm back. I I found it, baby. Okay, I need to catch up to basically all these and comment on them um trevor and mike were like if uk did move on who would be your number one i think drew would be your realistic number one choice I, would you call jay Wright? i i think it would maybe be worthwhile but he would almost i mean he would 100 percent say no so would it also be a worth waste of time uh, i think you'd call billy donovan see if he would want to get back in college basketball maybe he would maybe he wouldn't i would guess he probably would not and then I think Drew would be the number one call. And I don't think it'd be a home run that Drew would come. I think Kentucky could, unlike the Louisville coaching search, whenever Kentucky has a coaching search, and hopefully it's not for several more years, they're going to be able to outpay teams. They're just going to be able, like, they're going to, coaches are going to have to make decisions. Am I happy where I'm at in the situation where I'm at, where they will certainly be making good money? Or do I want to, like, basically double my salary? Like, do I want to get paid significantly more? And if the answer to that question, as it so often is with folks and money, is yes, then I think UK is going to be able to mostly get who they want, with a few exceptions, obviously, of names I've already mentioned. But I think Drew would be number one uh, if he'd want it. I also don't think it'd be – hey. Scott Drew's not playing this weekend, you know, just so
0: you know. Yep.
2: I crack up at how many UK fans mention Chris Holtman. Not that I'm anti-Chris Holtman.
0: But, like, what has he done?
2: I mean, he lost to a 15 seed last year. Yeah. He's never been out of the first weekend of the NCAA tournament at Ohio State. I think he went to one Sweet 16 at Butler. So, like, again. You get what you pay for. The the Cal haters, I get it. People are frustrated. Scott
0: Drew's just – he did two Elite Eights. And – he won the title last year in a COVID year. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Like, it's not. Also, um, we haven't had a ton of talk about it yet, but like, you seen Cal's buyout? Lifetime contract means you have a $60 million buyout and it just reduces year by year. So I think uh, this year it would be like $52 million, and then forty-six, and then 40 So, like, even if like two years from now you want to get rid of them, you would have to neg- like hope that he would negotiate something to where you're not paying him forty million dollars to not coach basketball.
2: Pretty ridiculous buyout, even for a Calipari fan like myself. Like that <laughs> shouldn't be for anybody. That's obscene. Yeah,
0: shouldn't be for anybody. I mean, it's not. It should not be within reach. And Maybe
1: it's like that, so he can take a deal if need be. Negotiate a little bit. Start high. It's it's a it's a negotiation tactic. Start high. You can well, but for it, him, dwindle down.
0: Not for Kentucky. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, and if things go sour,
2: like there there will be a buyout if UK won't pay that total amount and I if that ever happens. I hope it doesn't come to that. If people don't just kind of move on from last Thursday, uh that you know, that that's probably going to be more of something that UK may end up having to figure out if people just stop being if they don't stop being such freaking babies throughout this entire process. Uh, but it, it's ridiculous and it should never really be that high for any coach ever. Uh, even if you're worried about somebody leaving, then, you know, you can only do so much. And if you want to show loyalty to somebody, you can do it financially, but you don't have to go that extreme. <laughs> 60 that's,
0: million, that's insane.
2: It is insane. But it is a, a like worthy reminder to the haters and losers, of which there are many, that, like, he's not going anywhere. No. And all you're doing is disrupting next year's team, hurting potential recruits, that's all you're doing. And, like, I'm not yeah, – people can do whatever they want. I don't care. But I'll call it out, and you're hurting UK basketball And while I think your intentions are to help, when in actuality you're hurting. Just the truth of it.
0: Yeah, and I get, like, people are mad at Cal right now. You don't want to hear any positive things about Cal, but, like, I mean – He's not going anywhere. Right. What do you want us to do? Just, Cal's the worst. Say that for hours. I like, can't.
2: <laughs> not fun for you?
0: No. No. <laughs> It's not fun to just be miserable for two hours each morning.
2: No. It would no. be two
1: thousand twelve Justin would have been all about it.
2: Oh yeah? Yeah. Be I was
1: a I was a big Cal hater back in the day.
2: What do you what do you feel about him now?
1: Uh, I'm really soft on Cal. I actually really enjoy Cal. I, I I like hearing him talk. I like watching him coach on the sidelines. I don't have any thoughts about his in-game coaching, but I'll, I enjoy watching him and, I and seeing he, who he is.
2: I wish he was a better in-game coach. I mean, he's not. He's certainly not a perfect coach by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, there are things that he does that bother me. Again, like we talked about with Matt Zach, it's you either. Everybody wants Kentucky to do well. I think everybody's on the same page with that. It's basically I have used. All right, I'm going to use two different analogies with this. I Ooh. think I used the buffet one yesterday. Here's some more just okay. to see if I can help people out. Ooh, Colin
0: Coward. Talk,
2: talk. You've got basically two you're on vacation. You got t- and you you're trying to find the I don't care. You're you're on vacation. There's two paths basically. Okay. I feel like the Cal haters and losers want to take this wilderness path that they would say, "Listen, we got a lot of money. There's no path down that road, but we'll make our own path." And it's time Give to do something machete. new. It's time to do something new. And then yet there's this like perfectly good path over to the left that may have some weeds on it just and like a work. little bit of brush hanging over. And all you got to do is just like chop it and then just trim it up. Why would you all want to explore into the wilderness of the unknown? Maybe it ends up being better, possibly, but you got a pretty perfectly good Hall of Fame path right here. I would maybe just clean that path up, be a lot less work than rolling the dice and maybe getting eaten by a tiger. <laughs> Another analogy here for the Calipari haters. UK is not doing what anybody wants us to be doing in march and it pisses all of us off. The way I look at it though, and this is the this is I did this one second cuz this is like classic sports radio because you have to do these analogies. But I feel like Roush we're going to the bar and we're surrounded by gorgeous people. Come on. And on Thursday we drank too much and we puked on ourselves, and everybody laughed us out of the bar. Oh, but we're yeah. still invited back to this bar every time. And we haven't brought somebody home from this bar in a little bit, but I think we're close. Like, I think we're, I don't want to go to a new bar you're where on, I don't
0: know anybody, and I don't know if I'll even have a chance. You're, you're on a cold streak. You I'm on a just, little bit of a cold you streak. You just need a good slut buster. But <laughs> maybe you get a new wingman, help you out.
2: But do you get what I'm saying? Like we are at the right place with the attractive people that we want to be with. We just gotta figure out a way to close it. <sighs> I don't wanna go to I don't wanna go to a new bar. I don't wanna have to go hang out with new people. See what if we go to the new bar and it's just a bunch of losers? Oh gosh. And then we're like not even close to getting to accomplishing the goals that it we
0: want. That would be so upsetting. It'd
2: be so upsetting. And I, and then last and on a semi more serious note, like at uh, Justin, what he had just said. A lot of you people that are sick and fatigued of Cal, hate Cal. I don't know how all this will work out with him at UK. One day you will regret how nasty you treated a guy that has is a good dude. And you may say, "Listen, I know he's a great guy and I love everything he's done for UK. I just want us to win in March and I don't care if we have a, a I don't care who the character of the person doing it. That's fine. I almost respect people that just come out and flatly say that. But I'm letting you all know you know, bookmark this five years down the road, ten years down the road. Some of you all will regret how nasty, and some of you all do with Tubby Smith, too, for what it's worth. Some of yeah. you all regret how nasty, how irrational you've been in it throughout this entire process. I, I, it honest, will factually happen, but most of you all will just ignore it and act like it didn't.
1: I honestly feel like I'm staring at John Calipari talking about the players last week.
2: Oh. I mean, it's ver-
1: sure. verbatim what he said.
2: Yeah. He just said put the blame on him.
1: Well, no, I mean, like the whole the whole conference pregame where he was like, these are great guys. Oh, yeah. It's not about the great guys. I mean, when it comes down to it, people want to win. People do want to win. Yeah. That's it. I'm totally
2: all right with that. But I think in retrospect, we'll, we'll see the dollars amounts of everything that he's raised for Kentuckians throughout tragedies over the past decade plus. Uh, players love him. He's doing something right. We just need to start doing – more right things in March. Just my two cents. And we're going to have obviously more text about Cal, so this won't be the last time we bring him up. Uh, texter says After taking some time to reflect, I was lashing out because obviously it is more fun to watch the tournament when your team is still in it. Oh, yeah. And we are not accustomed to being out so early. Cal has prov- his first first round loss ever at UK. Cal has provided plenty of great moments, and you all have brought up the point before. All great coaches have had shocking first round exits, and this is Cal's first ever in a decade plus at Kentucky. I'm done complaining. Let's develop the guys coming back and make another run and i think just That's the, the spirit
0: i think the biggest thing in all of this is and it's 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 as bad an analysis as like just make shots but like the NCAA tournament people get upset and you know it's, what
1: it's built for that we, and we
0: just unfortunately we got we we had so much we got got things going our way early on and things have not been going our way as of late Correct. kentucky was the number 5 team in the country at the end of the regular season like i
2: and just also like even in fandom, it's you know none of this is serious in the grand scheme of life. But like, what kind of person are you when things go bad? You just want to get rid of everything. Like, well, you just, we want to fire everybody now. Like that's like that's it, like the, that's it's the just new dumb. like don't like, be that cancel, person. Fire yeah.
0: like because you 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 want to see tangible change in your March results, and you don't know how to do. It's like. Cal looking for answers as to why the team didn't gel after Wheeler and Washington returned. Like we don't have a definitive answer. We just know that it's bad and it you know, it can't. And you be feel like, like if again. something's
2: bad, you just gotta like up, you gotta throw it away and start over. Yeah,
0: and that's, it stinks. But it, like it that's that's kind of how we are though. But be as, better. As humans, like don't as be as like, as like I'm telling
2: people don't be like that. <laughs> be better. Don't do it. Like you know, allow yourself that weekend, that Friday be as angry as you want. It's over now. Like there's literally, you're whining and complaining yeah. isn't going to bring back oh, the St. Peter's final minute.
0: I, uh, I will say like per, like I, I, I was thinking about what to say going into the show yesterday. Now I'm actively trying to avoid thinking about Kentucky basketball when I'm not on this radio show. The less I think about it, the better off my life uh, is. And, and good for you. And I you wish know? more
2: people probably took that approach myself. Like, it's in my it's in my blood it's in my dna and no like my initial focus is like what's cal going to do to make this year's next year's roster just sick and from here until the roster feels complete probably like in J- july as sad as it is <laughs> uh, it's going to be a long you know it's going to be a long process but like i now it's back to like the game for me like all right let's see who's coming back let's see who uk is going to bring in and cal more than ever it better be filthy so i'm i'm back i'm like right back to let's go like, let's it's it's now off-season time. Let's see how this team can be better. I, and I know Matt Sack was like, I don't know what Sharp's going to do, folks. He's going pro. He's going to go pro. But you're not turning down that money. You're not turning down that money. Nobody should. Let's get back to the tax because I think that's going to be brought up. So maybe I'll talk more about that a little John bit John
0: here. Later. Good morning, everyone. Hey, guys. What's been going on with the Batcats? What is the stadium like for the Batcats? I'm thinking about going to a game, so any information you can give, like, Where's the best place to seat? Or where is your favorite food at the ballpark? Would be great. Well, got to go talk to you later. Never been, John. I've
2: never been to a game. I've been outside the stadium, walked around all the outside of the stadium. Never actually been inside for a game.
0: I'll tell you the best place to get beer there. Get a Kentucky Proud Frank, though.
2: I'll tell you that much.
0: Oh, you you can't get a beer there.
2: Well, I said a Frank.
0: Oh, know, but I said a beer.
2: A dog. Yeah, you can't get a beer. Yeah.
0: So I'm not going to, I don't go to baseball games that I can't drink beer at unless it's a Little League game. That's a good point. I'll go to a little, well, like you a can Cousins always sneak game. a beer at a little. Oh, league. yeah. I'm not, yeah that's never the Tervis Cup. Yeah. Come when you
2: on. used to call those games, you'd sneak a few of them. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> does that ad <laughs> read has me worried that I'm going to ask the wrong golf course for a Red Rocket. <laughs> Old, Cap-
1: Old Capital, Big Bill on the Hill.
0: Well, hold on, hold that thought.
2: Uh well, actually, why don't you tell everybody about that golf card, Justin?
1: Yeah, it's a great deal. Under twenty five dollars around, you get five of the best golf courses in southern Indiana. Christmas Lake out in Santa Claus, Indiana, Valley View, Jeffersonville Valley View, and Old Capital. That's where you will get your red rocket with Bill on the Hill. Yeah, yeah. if
2: you just Google Big X Sports Radio Golf Card
1: 2022 right
2: first one that comes up. You
1: Easy
2: get peasy. it today. I've, I've
1: got to say three. Three of my favorite courses on that card. Nice. Just gonna keep it at that.
2: Ooh, uh, you can chair actually, run can is just, awesome. Yeah, you can just buy it on the website right there. Easy peasy. Yep. Okay, that's awesome. I uh, well, yeah, I don't know. I'll maybe tell you off the air. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. A texter says, TJ, how excited are you to he- to be hearing the fans constantly talk about wanting Cal gone all off season? Um, yeah. Not but, excited.
0: Yeah. For no, that, obviously. No, no, no.
2: Justin Zattery, all right, we got that one. I tried to give a listen to the Sunday Sports Show in Lexington this past Sunday. Thank you guys for being you and not panicking like these three did. Now the elder of the show is on Twitter tweeting about Sharp and other Cal hot takes. I appreciate you guys not doing stunts like that just to get hits and ratings. Call Scoots. He makes it rain. He's oh, from Portland. Oh,
1: that's I was like, I don't get it.
2: <laughs> Phil Rich. <laughs> I don't, I, those ads play during our show. I, I mean how would we ever know? You know? Yeah, I don't think. So. I don't <laughs> I don't see weird. them all at all. Any
0: other time I've ever done radio, you hear the ads over the headset. During, like I've never heard an ad during our show. I Correct. can
1: I can faintly hear them in my headset.
2: Yeah, yeah you know, if it's, you it's, if you pay attention to it, but if anybody's talking,
0: you can't hear it. Yeah. It's weird how yeah. that works.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, well, thanks for the text and what we would just, like, it's easy to want to just cry and whine and, yeah, you know, and say a, this or that or say that things need to be changed and all that.
0: And I also don't blame, like, Sunday was very new. It was very raw. We were very angry Friday. The Friday show some so miserable. God, that was terrible. Uh-huh.
2: It really was. No, and uh, yes, you're, people have the right to complain. People have the right to be frustrated. It's just, I. to me, I have a certain bar where it's like, if you cross that bar, you're being kind of ridiculous. But that being said... Feel free to cross that bar. I don't give one crap what you all do, but you also, on the flip side, can't give a crap when I respond back to that stuff. Because Uh, it's all opinion based. We don't know who's right or wrong, but I'm going to roll the dice with the dude who's been.
0: I also am just very pro, not like, let's yell fire that person. Because, like, in our jobs, that gets you, uh, you can look really dumb really quick. Sure. You know? If you're if you one, somebody fired.
2: If Cal Perry wins the championship next year, I just so people know, you're never gonna see a more obnoxious
0: person ever. <laughs> and also like um how so how everybody knows. Like there was certainly a ton of people when Stoops fired. You know? If, and he's, he's Cal
2: Perry wins another title or Aaron Rodgers wins the title, you all are not gonna want to be around.
0: Anymore. Oh, yeah, especially Rodgers.
2: I mean, you're just not going to want to be around me. Oh, gosh. The Darius broke my heart. Oh, yeah. Go back to the yeah. Vikings. Go he, back to the Ravens. Oh, he did Go back it. to Baltimore. He just
0: wants to sack Aaron Rodgers. He no, said, you know what? Me. You're being selfish, me. so I'm going to sack you. One of my yeah, favorite NFL players
2: going to my absolute least favorite team. I hate the Vikings more than I hate any team in the NFL.
0: Because they're the only ones in that division that ever, like, regularly beat you.
2: Correct.
3: Yeah. I mean, the Bears are a joke.
2: The Lions are a joke. But, like, the Vikings have been a much bigger thorn in my lifetime. And somebody's going to be like, oh, the Bears went to the Super Bowl where they were waxed. <laughs> I mean, they were waxed instantly. <laughs> yes, the Vikings haven't been to the Super Bowl. Thank you, Brett Favre. Love you. But that killed me. He's going to be good if he can stay healthy. He's awesome if he can stay healthy. Uh, and it's going to be that stupid horn. He's going to sack oh. Rodgers, and it's going to do that stupid horn, and it's going to make me mad. <laughs> Best case scenario, Wheeler, Wallace, Frederick, Sharp, Livingston, Toppin, Brooks, Shiway, Collins, Ware. I mean, that would be amazing. Roush and I do need to talk about something, though, that like, now I've heard through a few different people. Roush has heard through a few different people, and it's a pretty tough conversation to have.
0: Mm,
2: but yeah. I think it probably needs to be brought up.
0: Yeah.
2: And I'm, it's got to actually make me probably look wrong. I mean, it does make me look wrong. I was wrong. So, let's go
0: to a break. And it could be like, radio tease. oh, this is sour grapes. It but like, totally
2: could be sour grapes. I know. Is that it, it's
0: such a weird situation. And it
2: could be something we say that, like, we just have to, you know, next November we just kind of have to shut up about, maybe, potentially. You'll find out what we're talking about when we return. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and
3: Justin Kalen.
0: Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. Let's go over some of the symptoms of marijuana use,
1: shall we? You tell me who this sounds like. Slow moving, inattentive, dull, constantly snacking. Shows a lack of motivation. I smoke
2: two joints in the morning. I smoke two joints at night.
0: A little
2: on the nose with this one on
1: on Wacky Wednesday. That's why I played it. Well, it's not too. It's not very subtle. Well, I don't want it to be subtle. It's Wednesday, Wacky Wednesday. We should all celebrate.
2: <laughs> Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call. Here on Big X Sports Radio, 961 FM, fourteen fifty A, and we're nowhere close to getting to the end of this text line. All right, let's have this conversation. Um, I've heard it through enough people. I think Roush has maybe heard just some rumblings of it. I don't know. You can say what you want about the matter, but I- I've heard it through enough people to feel pretty confident that that's oh, tough to say because yeah. I like the guy. I, 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 I think, uh, I think severe Wheeler caused some locker room problems.
0: Well, and especially if you just like, you never see it when he's doing stuff publicly until you call him severe instead of Savier. You know, and he gets very angry. Does he? Yes. He, uh, he, he got very angry at Jerry Tipton for So Savier. So Savier. Savier. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, oh, but a, but apparently um, not the not the easiest to deal with at times. Which if you want to pinpoint, like, well, things weren't the same when people got back from injury. Like it, it it would all make sense if that was the case. If he was difficult to deal with because the ball was in his hands a lot. He's really you couldn't really take it out of his hands because he was the only dude who could consistently get in the lane. So I don't uh, know what to make of it though.
2: You know, like and that's what people are going to say is like, "Well, if that's why tr- why wouldn't you sit his ass on the bench? Why would you do that?" blah 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 and blah. And you had
0: other options, but they weren't great options. Nobody
2: else could get inside. And like Ty Ty could or at least he could do enough But he it enough where, up short. But he, yeah, he had he had the defense's respect where they would worry that he could go inside, but if they ever played off a little bit, he just hit that elbow jumper like it was going out of style. And then after the injury, he couldn't do that. He just couldn't get that like first step the separation. Anymore. And he and he never was great at getting inside Washington, that is. Grady and Mintz, you know, them running the point show. Both those games were at RUP. If they were on the road, they're probably not wins for Kentucky. They couldn't get into the paint. Wheeler literally was the only dude who could. He was the only guy to get in the paint. But I know this is kind of like an after the fact. You don't hear this stuff as much throughout the season. This happens. This won't be the last rumor or last thing that we'll hear about. But I feel I wouldn't I wouldn't say this unless I felt kind of confident about it. That and I don't know what to do about that. because um, yeah. I think Wheeler's supposed to be coming back. So, my just personal advice, if I were Cal, I would if if and, you know assuming these things are true, which I feel pretty good about them being true, i just go to Wheeler and say, if you're going to be an issue in any capacity, you're gone. Because he's not good enough to be an issue. Right. He's not. He's good. I like Wheeler. I was a Wheeler defender the entire season. Yep. Uh, it wasn't as good defensively as I was hoping for. Kind of regressed a little bit defensively. Mm-hmm. But offensively, actually, shot better than I thought he was going to. And then he could get in the lane, but probably made more mistakes than I would have liked once he got in the lane. But, again, he was the only player on the team that could do that. I don't know what you do about it. He's not, you know, he's... Some players could be jerks, but they're so good, you just kind of have to take it. Yep. He's not so good that you just have to take that. And if there's any possibility that he could cause a ruffle, a ruffle, yep.
1: any waves next season, you, you go. Yeah, See ya. Sorry. Can't do it. See you Can't later. do it. I, I would get rid of him immediately because this may be a stretch, but maybe potentially – He's like a mole sent in by Tom Green to salvage the program.
0: <laughs> oh, that's good. You might no. be or something. Maybe. Again, Tommy know.
1: Tommy's not a Kentucky fan.
2: <laughs> was I the nicest person in the world when I was 19, 20 years old? Did I do you can make some you can make some mistakes and you can excuse some of maybe his some behavior, again, assuming that it's true and we all feel that it is. But you can't You can't have you can't
0: especially as the point guard. You
2: can't have your point guard be like that in a locker room of a highly competitive team. that's not that's not the norm. You think Marcus Teague would be causing issues in twelve? Come on. Nope. It was really disappointing to hear. It really was. So that's something that needs to be talked about. It just it it does. And I don't know what UK does with it. I think that they could go get somebody probably better than Wheeler in the portal tomorrow if they wanted to. So they gotta figure that stuff out. Point
0: guard especially a true point guard that's a facilitator, like that's the person that can't be having issues, and I, I think you can find those out there. Like, but we'll see. Uh, you know, like like you said, I'd rather be wrong, but it does it does make sense if that is the case.
2: And that's not to say if he comes back that like again he did some nice things for UK. He is a good player, but it's I'll be worried about that all season. Roush of like mm-hmm. is Wheeler happy? You know, if UK goes on a little bit of a drought or like a little bit is is something is is there more there? So that's something that uh, I look forward to seeing how that plays out. And it's unfortunate to hear, but uh, it is true. And this radio show, we're not. We're, who cares? We're going to talk about stuff that we feel like we need to talk about. That's something we need to talk about. A texter, 5024141450, says, You think the locker room disconnect was a big decision and not playing sharp? Makes sense if you think about it. Some of the guys maybe. Uh, didn't we read that one already? Yeah, we did.
0: Yeah, it feels like we did.
2: Oh, did we read some and then kind of forget about some of the other ones? We did. Cal was scared. Scared money don't make money. We went from old money to scared money.
0: <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, you idiots. The narrative the whole year <laughs> is how lovable this team was and how much they loved each other. Now we lose and everyone hates each other. Nothing to blame other than having an incapable Cow Perry getting out, Coach. It is weird. And Yeah, was- they did a
2: good job painting the picture of, like, everybody was all hunky-dory. And I think, I think everybody was. I just think something happened late in the year yeah. with
0: Wheeler. It is weird too though that like even Cal was like like went out of his way to talk about how much people like that that you you were you you sniffed it out last week
2: dude I, I'm not I'm not a dummy. I'm a lot of things I'm, I'm, <laughs> but you, I'm not but a dummy you
0: sniffing that out it, it was so weird so and weird.
2: I think now in hindsight here and the stuff I heard, I think that was his last ditch of like, hey every, like we're all good people like we all love each other. Yeah. I think he wanted his players to hear those messages more than the fans hearing those messages. And it, 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 the whole thing was off. It was a weird we, – his call-in show before the St. Peter's game was much weirder than the one after. I'll tell you that much.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Who wins a game of Papa shot at Tinder? Me, obviously.
1: Yeah, not me. I yeah. might might catch lightning in the bottle and get second and beat Roush, but I doubt it.
2: All about quantity of shots, not even about quality. You I just have get, to
0: get as many up there as possible. I can get really cold at Papa shot too. Same. <laughs> like, Same. It's one of those things, like, when it goes bad, it goes bad.
2: I think I gave you and Trevor the business at Bave and Dusters during our Trevor Tries It for Papa Shop. But then you – I've never seen a human being on the touch-light game like Nick Love Roush. Love the touch-light game. That's, you know when somebody was asking, game. like, what your niche category in trivia? I don't know how you translate that to trivia. Just be like, physical challenge, light-touch <laughs> game. That's my niche. Roush is a freak at it. Oh,
0: man. Um, another texture says, the offense is fine, the base core is fine, but we have to be able to change when we get into a games like St. Peter's. We have to change – what we are doing when we find our base offense isn't working, and that, that that that's 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 fair. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, this isn't working. Let's do something differently. Yeah. Like, I'm also just a big fan of like just doing something weird, like one off zone like every once in a while, just to just to mess with the other team, just to mess with them a little.
2: Like, I wish. I wish. We talked about that yesterday. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, why does it seem like no one knows if Sharp is eligible for the draft? That's a good question. But it, it has it, to do with, like, yes. the – he. I think he's old enough, but it's did he graduate from his prep school in time to be eligible?
1: I thought this it, was all already solved.
0: Well, but it wasn't, but then it was, and then it wasn't. Like, it's all based on who you're hearing from reports. But basically, he had to graduate high school before the NBA season started.
2: What I would just tell this texter and U.K. fans listening, if he was ineligible for the draft, U.K. would get that bad boy out there real quick, whether to media, whether themselves, whether to, you know, Kyle Tucker would have a 16,000-word story on it. Um, if, so I, I think he's eligible. I, didn't, I, I think UK did not think he was going to be eligible. I think Sharp didn't think that he was going to be eligible. I think Sharp's camp did not think he was going to be eligible. Something happened once they got to Kentucky. They found a loophole. They found this. They said, actually, you graduated this. We could say you graduated here, and that could make you eligible for the draft. Mm-hmm. They realized that without him even having to dribble a basketball, I mean, $30 million could be right there for the taking. UK got played. I don't. Blame Calipari for it, although they're going to get a lot of criticism and they're just going to have to take it. UK got played. And I don't blame the Sharps either. I don't blame – everybody's blameless in all this. You don't say no to the number one player bringing them in, even if you think that there's a 5% chance they play for you. It's the number one player in the country. It's what we've all been wanting. And it will suck if he doesn't get to play. But I'm not blaming anybody throughout this whole process. Except for maybe UK not doing their homework and like knowing that he could be eligible for the draft, but they were telling UK that he's ineligible. Everybody was on the same page that he was ineligible. UK got played. Make of it what you will. If if that makes you want to cry and whine and do all that stuff, so be it. But I think they at got, the end got, of the day, you, you get yeah. You know they they found a loophole and Kentucky's going to not end up getting to see Sharp play, and that's going to suck. But what do you do? You force a kid not to make thirty million dollars.
0: Alright TJ, I I can I don't understand this text. It's a real brain twister.
2: You want me to read it? Didn't you start the show saying if you're complaining and don't want the coach to change, then you then why are you complaining? because you're miserable and you just like to have something to complain about, all the things you mentioned about late-game choices he made is you second-guessing him, too. You are contradicting yourself. So you can want some things to change, but do not want the coach to change. You talk down and lecture fans as much as Cal does. It's a sports talk show. You're very fortunate you have a show with a fan base so passionate, even if there are unreasonable times.
0: Oh, it wasn't as confusing as I thought. I thought we were going to be complaining about complaining. So
2: now now I'm talking down to fans like Cal is. Mm-hmm. People that feel like it's they're getting the talked way. down to, generally, are very sensitive people. It also so, is a very. Texter, let me just re- you got it here. Th- send another text just so we can save your number. We'll block it in the phone as sensitive. We'll lock it in the contact book as sensitive Sally. <laughs> and then I'll just have to say if we're talking something kind of tough, I'll say sensitive Sally. Turn off the radio because it may seem like you're getting talked down to. How's that for getting talked down to, you little baby? <laughs>
0: Seriously. Oh, like also, people have lost their minds. Uh the um like it's a fine line. Like if you think that TJ's talking to like this is how TJ talks, like when we normally do radio, it's just usually it's not directed towards you person who's angry online. lot yeah. It's usually directed towards somebody else.
2: And it always seems like people feel like they're talking down to when somebody's talking to an audience. <laughs> So it's it's like, a very.
0: Weird, it is weird because like that's one thing you don't want to tell fans. How, like telling fans how to fan is just going to get you in trouble a lot of times. Sure, but also like uh, we just don't want to be miserable. Uh, also, sure. So it's a we're in a weird spot. How many times we're have we said do whatever spot. you want? You know, we're just going to make fun of you if you do it. We're in, and yeah. you can
2: hey make fun of us, sensitive Sally.
0: Oh yeah, you. we're easy to make fun of too
2: is and we certainly won't cry about it when you do it. Is the downside to older players higher floor but ceiling is lower versus freshman players have a lower floor but higher ceiling? Yeah. 100% I think correct, for the most right? part. I mean with yeah. the players UK's bringing in from a freshman standpoint, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. And correct. you and we've seen we've seen the the glory of an amazing freshman recruit and we've seen the bust of a <laughs> Probably poor word choice, but we've seen the the basement of a player not reaching their caliber un- unfortunately.
0: Ooh, great text into the Thornton Stex line. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Cato State was two thousand eleven, and anyone saying otherwise is probably one of those Lindsey Wilson dinguses who came up to party during the twenty twelve run because your own college experience <laughs> was crap.
2: <laughs> Lindsey Wilson just getting a pot. I love pot oh, shots. Oh yeah. I love when you're just thinking one thing, you're doing another, and then boom. You get brought into the fray. Lindsey Wilson, suck it. It was more transy kids, I noticed.
0: I mean, there was everybody. Like, I had friends. Yeah, who, the more the merrier. Yeah, though. yeah. I, I had friends, like high school friends, that came up for that. Uh, I think they were there for the – No, they came for the Final Four 2011 game, and that was when it was like, well, guys, I guess you're bad boy.
2: Matt Jones really got under Cal's skin when he accused Cal of not playing Dante last year just despite the fan base. Strange that Matt pretends like he doesn't understand why Calipari, the Calipari family is down on him. Well, <laughs> sure. Oh, sure. There there's there's a story there. I'm sure it'll get told someday. We need to keep in mind and perspective the Packers have only won Super Bowl since Aaron Rodgers' arrival in 2010. He was there before 2010. The Steelers' last Super Bowl was in 2009, and I don't even remember the the Dallas Cowboys' last Super Bowl appearance. I only say that to give us as Kentucky fans perspective to compare us with other fan bases with high expectations. Okay,
0: we're not just making fun of
2: us and the good news is well or bad news the way you look at it the Packers and the Steelers are competing against 31 other NFL teams or 30 if you count of both of 300 them, instead of 350 or even in the context of the tournament 68. 67 yeah, or, yeah so yeah. it's it's tough it is really tough to win a championship that being said no no you should not lose the St. Peter's you should make runs you should you should make a, every year I say at UK you should make the elite eight you now of course like you don't run and cry and freak out and kick puppies when they don't. But that should be the expectation for UK being the elite Eight and have a game for the final four cuz UK basketball is UK basketball.
0: Somebody made the point uh on Twitter the other day. It said Coach K won his first title 11 years in. Self won 1 in 19, Izzo has won in 27, Bayham has won in 46 years.
2: Winning a championship's hard. They've been doing them since the 1930s. UK only has 8 of them, folks.
0: Yeah, and and it's just the roughest patch in a row.
2: And like it's the, really not like but it is a bad patch. Yeah, yeah. I mean
0: I mean, UK didn't play like, on TV,
2: like you know. There's been rough stretches.
0: for Right, Kentucky but basketball. Matt Sack is a third-year student at UK and has never seen an NCAA tournament. Win. Wow. Yeah. Like, and of that, course, that, the pandemic. Right, right, and that's what makes this even weirder. But like, but still, but like, Stoops said at one point, he was like, "People don't care, like about like pandemic excuses. They're just people don't care. They they want those wins, and we wanted these wins badly. Um, and I think that's the the biggest reason why we can ask bigger questions. TJ is that. Even though, uh, like, Kentucky was fifth in the country at the end of the regular season, they had blowout wins at Kansas against Tennessee against North Carolina. Uh,
2: the season were, we remembered poorly, but it was not a poor season.
0: Yeah. And it was, they were top five Kimpom offensively all year long. They were second but, Vegas
2: favorites going into the tournament.
0: But it, like, man. To lose the way they lost. Terrible. With National Player of the Year on your team. Terrible. Like, it's just, it's just, the, it's, it's unfathomable, unbelievable, and I, I still can't believe that, like, that's, we're discussing this right now. Can't and believe it. And it's like, it's like, what do you do to to prevent that from happening? And I, uh, Don't
2: you know. lose a turn. Like, all you have to, like, the thing that makes this so hard, and I think it's why so many people have a tough time just accepting it, is that, like, all you can really do is say, next tournament, don't blow it. And that's, that's the reality for all of us. Yeah. Now, again, as I've said, I'm going to enjoy the run. I'm going to enjoy the team. I'm going to enjoy wins against Louisville next season. You know, I'm going to enjoy the season. But at the end of the day, all eyes are going to be on next March. And that's the thing that kind of sucks about this is that, like, while me and I'm sure other people will enjoy, quote-unquote, the ride, all everybody's eyes are on next March. And it's so far away is what makes it so tough. But, folks, you know – you don't have any other choice at the end of the day. So, put on a brave face. TJ, you think Oscar's probably gone? Not from an inside information standpoint or anything like that, but just from kind of a – if he's going to be projected first round, if he's got some nil issues where he can't profit as much as he'd like, if his family situation is as dire as it sounds like, he was National Player of the Year too. You don't generally see National Players of the Year come back for another season. So, yes, I think Oscar is gone just, for, just from a – same reason I think Sharp's gone. You don't pass up all that money. Similar to Oscar, he's got a different situation. It's not that as much money, but it's still a lot of money. I think he's gone.
0: With the Calipari and Chin Coleman beef during the game, do you think Chin Coleman stays on staff? I think that like coaches yell at other coaches during games,
2: and that's happened on their Calipari staff.
0: It happens it, on coaching. Staff. Like, do you? He, he used to yell at John Robick. You yeah. know,
2: like you'd he, have you'd have where they'd kind of he'd yell at Kenny Payne. I mean, he's. That is overblown because Kentucky lost to a 15 seed. And you notice it more, and maybe that's fair. But... Have you
0: ever seen Stoops yell at his coaches? <laughs> coaches yell at each other.
1: Well, And it's a little different, but it's really similar to us doing this radio show, we may get in disagreements during the show and it get pretty heated, but at the end of the day, yeah, we're going to go yeah. home and still Correct. talk to each
0: other. As long as you think that Coleman can get the job done, you're going to keep him around. Yeah. And um, there's no
2: reason to think that he can't. And, uh, you know, you brought – for everybody saying, like, Cal needs to make changes, didn't we do this last year and he made changes? Made and weren't we them. all talking about how the changes were working yeah. throughout the season? Yeah. All of a sudden, like, a week ago, we were all excited about UK going to the Final Four and now, like, more. Like, changes <laughs> just seems like a broad thing to mention because then if things work the next year, Roush, you can say, well, he did make those changes. What changes? Like, when? <laughs> <laughs> so, I would, people that are demanding changes, I'd love more specifics. Just like, what? 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 Don't lose to a 15 seed, because I think we're all on board with
0: that. Yes, yes, all yeah. on board with that. Uh, that's Choo-choo. change number one. Don't, Don't lose, lose to a 15. 15 seed.
2: <laughs> Cal Perry oh. for his like, season goals on like the big board when he brings the team in for the first time. All right, the first thing we're looking to do this year, not lose to a 15 seed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, and then like... They have a worse year and they're like a five seed. It's like, well, can't lose to fifteen seed, and then they Elite eight (laughs) into (laughs) fifteen seed. Oh man, if you laugh about it, makes it a little better. Hey, uh, I will say, can we agree as a show, like, let's uh, we should hit refresh tomorrow, regardless, and like talk about like the Sweet Sixteen and just I don't know other stuff. Well, we talk about what people want us to talk about, but yeah, I, but I like mean, I want to talk about the, like the upcoming basketball. I games am excited this about it. Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: I, you know, after three days, I guess four days of not betting, man, I'm ready for tomorrow.
2: <laughs> oh, I had Mitt Pandy money line last night. Hurt should have just taken the points. Um, yeah, no, Roush, I'm I'm totally on board with that. But again, I'm sure Texas are going to bring yeah, up stuff yeah, that definitely. we'll have to address. But that's fine, and I'm I'm looking forward to it as well. When folks say they're tired of cows act, what exactly do they mean? They're tired of him not saying exactly what they want him to say at all times. He's a basketball coach. He's been here 13 years. He's going to say some cliche things and repeat himself. Beautiful text.
0: Mm -hmm. Totally agree. All coaches do that. Agree. Oh, I mean, your parents do that, too. How many times have you heard the same story from your parents?
2: A million. And how many times have you heard the same story from us on this radio show? And we've only been doing this, well, I've been with the station a long time, but the show, Kentucky Roll Call, is only three, four years old. Crazy how it works. old we are. And secondly, like the sense of entitlement, and like just grow up, dude. Like I, he needs to say this. No, he doesn't. And you get, you're gonna get over it. Imagine like somebody. I mean, it's just bait. Can I hate this word? I hate using this word. Mm-hmm. But like, isn't it a little bit of a, like a Karen syndrome? Like I need to speak to your manager because I don't like the way things you're saying to me. I want to hear from Mitch Barnhart because I don't like the things you're saying to me. Oh, it's poor Karen, dude. It really is poor, Karens. I hate use it. I hate oh, that I had to use it. That's got to be unfortunate.
0: <laughs> what a bad yeah. name! It
2: really is unfair to Karen. I know. <laughs> I know one very pleasant Karen.
1: I don't know any.
0: Agreed. I don't know uh, any unpleasant. A hundred percent that the SEC uses Kentucky to bolster and promote other programs kind of frustrating totally do that i
2: i mean that's a conspiracy
0: theory i believe in 100 percent
2: still a bit fascinated by the giovanni thread following the loss would love to get to the bottom of that just has to be an access thing right it yeah. has to be
0: an access thing i
2: think it's an access thing or just like hey you know probably something either giovanni gave like calipari a tip about a player and it was totally dismissed or he wanted to do a profile on a player and uk said no um, and he got mad about it. But it's yes. got to be
0: an access thing. Now, granted, there's definitely conversations um, that like folks in the NBA have about Cal's offense in general. Like that that that's a talking point that's not going to go away anytime soon. Um, but it's definitely an access. Like there's ulterior motives underneath that. TJ, I agree with your general sentiment, but that 2020 team was not going to be projected two seed. They were projected four to five, and I was optimistic about that. They team.
2: were not very optimistic.
0: Oh. They lost to Evansville.
2: It's not even clear if Hagens was going to be a part of the team. I would have been I would not have been too optimistic about that team getting to the second weekend. I, I responded back to that person. I was like, you saying that they are projected four or five seed is just wrong. They were projected two seed and I sent him one bracket, but there were several more out there. Uh they were gonna be a two seed that season. Four or and, five, and, no way. Yeah, no way. But, yeah. And if you were if you were not optimistic on that team, that's fine. That's I you're it, right. Yeah. But I'm I'm gonna take the team with quickly and maxie. Um, and you got to we, we all think of Nick Richards as like an average Kentucky basketball player, but you got to remember how well he was playing in that 2020 year. So yeah. I, I think that team was a legitimate title contender. But there's that's my word versus
0: there's no way to prove it. So it is what it is. I, I just like to say too during tumultuous times, I like to go to Mark Story. I Feel like Mark Story has got a calming.
2: Yeah, we should get Mark Story. He's on got the a show.
0: real calming way about him. I love and, Mark Story, and he also like he's good at applying perspective and really like. A lot of this stuff just comes down to hitting free throws. Yeah. Every single year. And as he pointed out, in all of the losses there's it's 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 really bad. In all of the losses, Kentucky misses a ton of free throws. Uh, but the thing that's even more brutal in twenty twenty, Kentucky was second in the nation in free throw shooting percentage. <laughs> 79%
2: for the free throw on. They, they want a lot of good a lot of close games because of their free throw. Just thrust. put teams I mean, away at the free Tech throw game comes to mind.
0: That's a lot of college basketball. Just put teams away at the free throw line. I and mean, Kentucky could have done that against St. Peter's. TJ 1-6.
2: Oh, this is our buddy Mook. TJ, I'm a doom and gloomer. My tone in the text seemed to be misinterpreted. My main well, and that can happen in text messages. Yeah. My main true. point is only that the inexcusable talk isn't fruitful. It doesn't matter. Am I mad at Cal for losing? Yep, but I'm not saying fire or even chastise him. I'm not on Twitter, so maybe I'm not seeing this flood of people calling for these things. As I said, am I, just go to Cats Illustrated. Go to Ruff Rafters right now, Mook. Go yeah. to Rough Rafters right now. And that, not that that's an indication of the fan base, but it's an indication of the message board fan base because yes. it is the message board fan base. Uh, it's horrible. It's I mean, it's horrible, but it's also hilarious. Um, people are
0: just losing Very... people
2: are calling cal like from an anonymous username F- he's calling that like, he's elvis. a coward yeah i don't know is that one of that's the names? another one too okay. they're
0: calling him fat elvis yeah it's
2: weird Um, but I don't, you can call him whatever the heck you want, but like to call him a coward from an anonymous message board name is just rich, but I'm not on Twitter. So blah, blah, blah. As I said in my text, I'll be excited for next season. And if we lose to a lesser opponent, I'll be mad. If we win and get to the elite eight, I'll be happy. I think that's pretty rational and not over the top. I've been listening to you guys since day two. I genuinely appreciate the show and your input. I'll still listen to you and interact with the show. Maybe don't be over the top with just over the top negative fans. Just my two cents. That's from Mook.
1: Since day two. Didn't tune in on day one. Day two, he was there.
2: I I Moop, respectfully. I don't feel like we're over the top really with anything except for kind of combating the most irrational takes that the fan base is throwing out right now. That being said, if we misinterpret your text, it was not our intention. And secondly, the inexcusable talk, don't get so caught up on, like, inexcusable in the sense of without excuse. where Nobody's making an excuse. It is inexcusable. It's just we're not gonna fire a coach because of it. I think I think the, the we're getting caught up on the different meaning of a word more than anything else. But we love you, Mook.
0: The the person responded previously and said they had a five C because Kentucky was fifth overall in that sweet sixteen show. Oh. and from twenty twenty. Yeah, gotcha. Or whatever. Yeah.
2: Just looked it up. Uh or, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. gotcha. Just T J just buckle up because once Shade and Sharp declares for the NBA draft, the fan base will be absolutely bonkers. You know, oh yeah, also, it will be. But it's, like it's
0: gonna go bonkers, but like nobody expects him to come back.
2: Could, yeah, I know. So couldn't we all just be like, hey, he's going to leave. Don't act insane. But I think people are just waiting for like another knife to stick into Cal because yeah. it'll be fun for them.
0: It is fun. You're yeah. mad. It's good to lash out sometimes. feels good. You know, just, ah! Yeah, it has got to be reasonable. Sometimes I like go on temper tantrums like when my AirPods hook up to my computer instead of my phone and they <laughs> won't stop doing it. I will just stomp around my house like a lunatic. And you know what? I feel better afterwards.
1: I'm yeah. a stomper, too, when I get mad. Yeah.
0: All Oklahoma does is hit bombs. What a fun team to root for if you're an Oklahoma fan. I'm not. They can suck it. But it would be fun to watch a team hit seven homers a game. Yeah, Sheesh. they're
2: probably just going to cruise to a Women's College World Series.
0: What's crazy, though, is they could just run into a pitcher who just gooses them. I don't know.
2: UK's pretty good softball team and they just embarrassed yeah, them. Like they're they're awesome. <laughs> sure. Uh football season boys, excited about the cats but worried about the defensive back. Is that the we is that the weekend spot, Rash? <laughs> is that the weak spot? Anything to make it better in the offseason. Listen to hour one. We went into great detail about that. Actually we didn't talk about the defense as much, but we did talk about the
1: defense. What?
2: Robert, my son answered a question I asked him today with a "That's right." I'm not going to tell you again. Scoot, stay away from my family. I know how you operate.
1: <laughs> Robert, it sounds like you're raising quite a smart kid. Hit him with a "That's right." <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> uh, TJ is the smartest dude on radio. It's easy to shout fire, Cal. Or Cal has lost it when emotions are high. Seeing the forest through the trees here. Cal is still the best. Now the K is gone. Cal really is the best. Let him get it right. He will. We are almost always in the convo for the final four. It's all you can ask for in modern basketball. 22, 23 will be a top five team. Bring it, everyone.
2: Uh, Cal, I didn't know you had the number to the text line. Thank you for sending that in. Um, In all seriousness, that is just the way I I look at things. I just want to have a realistic chance because I know how the tournament works, and you could be the favorite, and you could put all your chips and eggs in this basket, and here it is. It's the year we've been dreaming for. We've been building up for this for two years, and you lose in the second second round, and it's all over. I mean, look at Auburn. It's all over. Mm -hmm. Dream season, all over. Should their fans be mad at Pearl? Yeah, they should be mad that they lost. Should they want Pearl gone?
0: No. Come on.
1: TJ liked that text so much, sent it over twice. Ah,
0: nice. Good. That was I'm nice of you, too. i nice. I not
2: send it over a third time. <laughs> One thing I feel Cal has the majority time lacked is reliable free throw shooting, absolute infuriating rankings. 2022, 72, they go through all the, the rankings.
0: Um, but it is crazy, though, like how – I wish I, I don't yeah. even know what makes a team a good free throw shooting team either. Like Villanova I think a is a free, good free throw shooting team.
2: I think a good free throw shooting team has good free throw shooters just like UK did in 2020. They like, had good free throw I, shooters. I just
0: don't know what like is behind that though. Like how like how can Villanova be consistently good at that? Is it just because that's the kind of player they get? Like I guess I don't know. Uh, it, it is It is frustrating, though. Uh, keep us posted on this military experience game. I will chip in for the cause. This has to be the next Trevor Tries It or new segment called Dingus Does It. I love Dingus Does It. <laughs> 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 Hashtag Boot Camp Bennies. I did do It's two weeks. And it's 12-18. to 18. I'll, I'll take a picture of it when I'm there in Lexington. 12-18 to 18 for 12 two to 18? weeks? How much yeah. does this cost? So they're just kicking kids' ass. Asses.
2: Gosh, if I was a parent I didn't like my kid, let's see ya. <laughs> <laughs>
0: dig ditches for two weeks. I'm,
1: I'm all about dingus does it, but I'm not going to military experience. Come camp. on. No way. Come on. No so way. The beds are on the floor. <laughs> hey, feel I right feel right at right home. home yep.
2: If you're – I think they're bunk beds. So if you're pretty confident that Sharp and Oscar are gone, then why are you so confident that we will have a top five roster next season? Well – because I think Kentucky's gonna bring in Kentucky some, typically some, some has n- top five some rosters. Nice players. Just with a
0: norm of what we've come to expect. Chris Livingston, Casey Wallace are very good. Casey Wallace is awesome. Yeah, they're gonna get some more guys. Like yeah. CJ Frederick, people forget about CJ Frederick. Um Jacob Toppin, Lance Ware, probably back. Like, yeah. The roster is uncertain right now, but um for the most part, uh, you know, with a, an exception or two here and there, uh, Cal pretty good at building rosters. Texter says, when people say they need change and Caltox talks pro fans, what do they mean? Great question. You let us Uh, know if you figure that out. We don't have an answer to it.
2: If I had to predict around 70% of the fan base are the doom and gloomers after not winning another championship in 10 years and the other 30% are the ones that go to John Calipari Church on Sunday and worship him as the body and blood of Christ. The divide right now isn't ideal, but it is what it is. There's no way Cal can't hear the fans because it is loud. Well, of course, they hear. I'm sure he hears the fans uh, and he probably rolls his eyes at it and then wants to talk down to you.
0: I think that it's like a 20% my, my divide right now would be 20% is uh, fire cal, 40% is just angry and wants to scream at cal, and cal can't do anything right. And then the other 40% is mad, but is like, we got cal. We're, we'll, I think that's fair. Yeah.
2: I think that's a fair breakdown of the percentages. And, and then also, you know, and it's going
0: to go loudest to quietest in that order the, the, as well.
2: The doom and gloomers are so quick to call other people nut huggers. When in reality, you just don't want to get rid of a Hall of Fame head coach. And we're the weird ones. Yeah. Like, we're the, we're the weird we're ones the that weird don't want to get rid of a Hall of Fame head coach that has UK a national title contender three out of the last four years.
0: Hmm. Uh, Texture says, this kid is just makes me feel old, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Um, but I did skip John's text. John here, good morning to all. I'd like to clear the air. I do not believe Calipari should be gone, but I do believe conversations behind closed doors probably should and probably are happening. I said, I'm just not sure for sure, guys. I'm just torn. I respect... Cal, hopefully we can get back to the gold standard of basketball. Hey Nick, can you give me a little preview of the derby? It's getting somewhat closer. I'm getting excited about it, but I need to know what horses to look out for. Well, got to go talk to you later. Maybe we'll talk to EJ Cork tomorrow. Hey, good. good. There's probably a big race this weekend. There weren't any last weekend. So Come on, John. Come on, John. If you all notice that the transfer portal has really helped, uh out coaches that can't recruit top high school kids. Scott Drew is the guy. No way he wins the title last year without transfers. Oh,
2: yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. But the transfer portal is now a new avenue, and uh, it's not going to hurt Calipari's future in the transfer portal when he can say, I have a national player of the year. That was called lazy as old school, and he's a national player of the year. So you come to Kentucky and look what I can do for you. Just like he's got all the recruiting success that he can have and he can point to and say this, that, or the other. Now he can do it in the transfer market. Not that he couldn't do it anyways. And then you take into the fact that how much players, how much money these guys make in nil, like UK should always bring in the best of the best of the best. And you shouldn't lose to a St. Peter's. Wheeler was. A slouch the second half of the year when the team was getting praise, playing zero defense, 100 miles per hour with nowhere to go, and have his jersey tucked out during the difficult games.
0: <laughs> Love this body language interpretation. Uh, texter says, great, good, drunk. We follow a simple path in Kentucky. Some are way too eager to move on to good and drunk.
2: Great, good, and drunk. Yeah, it's a great, beautiful good, great text. Point. That's great. Great point. Maxine Quickly would have made that tournament their B.I. You know what? You'll never <laughs> convince me otherwise. Totally agree. Oh, quickly. Such a good college basketball player. Man, and we didn't even get the payoff.
0: Who all are you cheering for in the tournament now, other than anyone but Duke? I'd oh. like Duke
2: and Gonzaga to lose, UCLA to lose. Uh, Purdue can go ahead and win it all, for all I yeah, care. Yeah,
0: yeah. Purdue would be pretty harmless. Just hell like no. Hell, oh, that'd hell be good no. Good radio content. Hell yeah. No. Yeah, radio great I'm, radio
1: I'm content. with one of our texters. I'm on Providence. Fry or die, baby. I'm Fry, fry or, or, die or die as well.
2: Huge fry or die guy. I'm a part of the Cooley crew myself, but I think Kansas is probably going to get them. I hope them. But I've been picking against Providence for a while, so I'm clearly... And then the thing is, I've watched a lot of them, so I've just Watch them get lucky and win close games. So I think like their time's gonna come. But you know what? Fry or die or boiler up for me.
0: I really don't want Arizona to win it all either. Yeah, just, I'm out on them. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm really just cheering Kansas, against teams Kansas, they're now. out of. I'm just Kansas, being a hater. We're Kansas gonna be haters. Is out. Yeah. Kansas
2: got to get them. Forget cow. We've all grown tired of TJ Zach, the perfect attendance, fly football championship, no fast food burgers, Linden living real estate mogul. I kid.
0: <laughs> get out of here, real estate mogul. I'm living
2: the life. Not eating fast food burgers, although Kern's Burger, hmm, man, doesn't get better than that.
1: Hey, we did it! We're caught up. we caught, We're caught up. Caught yeah, up. only
2: took ten minutes after the show to do it. Everybody have a great <laughs> Wednesday! Thanks for all the texts in the show. You all are the best. We'll be back tomorrow seven a.m. T.J. Walker, Nick Roush, oh, and Justin Campbell.